to another episode of Movies on the Rocks. It is us, the Moody Boys. Moody, 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 Moody. Moody. And uh, today you have your thrilling threesome. Threesome, yes. Yes, <laughs> your triumphant triumvirate, as you may say. Uh, a little bit of uh, ASMR action there for you there, everybody. Mm. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's always myself. Uh, Bevel, uh, always as always, our friend Derek, and of Hi, course the new, the newbie, the rookie, Hello? known as Eric. That's welcome. Me. <laughs> welcome again. I'm so glad you decided to hang out with us again, Eric. I, I'm, I'm, it's surprising we haven't run you off yet. Well, I have no choice at this point. You guys made a blood contract with me. So <laughs> okay, yes, yes, we did. You have my soul a, now. Shh, shh, don't say anything. Oh, my bad. Okay. Well, um, as always, um, we are here, uh, the Motor Boys, we're here to discuss motion pictures, uh, regardless of genre, in alphabetical order. Um, but before we kick off all that, uh, Derek, why don't you go ahead and give us a disclaimer, buddy? Ooh, okay. Um, well, as you can tell by the name, we're going to be drinking a little bit. And uh, the big thing with that is we would love for you to join with us, however... Please make sure you're following the laws of wherever the hell it is that you're at. So if it's legal for you to drink, join us. Pour yourself a glass of your favorite libation. If not, grab a glass of water. You can still hang out and be with the cool kids. Act like you're awesome. Anyway, um, beyond that, we are indeed cool. if... <laughs> yeah, right. Um, beyond that, uh, we're going to be drinking. We tend to get a little bit uh, excited. We'll call it spicy. And uh, if if we say anything that is offensive, it's not meant that way. We apologize anyway. Okay, we're sorry if it comes across that way. Please enjoy the time with us. We're just having fun, and uh, yeah, that, that's really it. All right, and as offensive as he means, but he means by if we're offensive, he usually means me because I'm usually the one who says weird shit. It, yeah, if, if Tomas is offensive, because that's really what's gonna happen. <laughs> so, so yeah, so um, yeah, because I I I hate to um infringe on uh Derek's um you know millennial. I don't know. Derek says the mean shit sometimes. <laughs> it really does. hurts. You guys can both fuck off, okay? <laughs> he's 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 also an arrogant bastard. I've always, you know, that's something that I've heard from people that work with Derek. Why is he such an arrogant bastard? I go because he is. So. I thought it. I, I mean, it's because he's beautiful mainly, oh. <laughs> and he no, has that. You say that he has that nice. I know. I know people hair. we work with who have said that. Okay, yeah, I know I, those real things. <laughs> But anyway, oh, that wasn't a joke. No, that wasn't no. a joke. Oh wow! <laughs> People have actually asked me that question. Why is Derek oh, an arrogant Lord. bastard? I go because he is one. Just listen to what he says. That's oh man, I'm going to start really paying attention to you. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, I'm going to point it out every time I get a chance. So I think you, I think it's I because. Promise. I think it's because the the perfect quaffness of his hair. I think that's what it is. It's, oh he's shut got, up! He's got a little. He's got a beautiful face, beautiful eyes. <laughs> got a beautiful house, a beautiful wife. Yeah, the yeah man totally. Is, the man all right, all right. Okay, for everyone cool. who's listening, <laughs> anyone who's listening, when you look at the podcast cover, it is a photo from about two years ago. It's been best quarantine. The best looking one is Derek. <laughs> I'm growing my hair out. Whatever, okay. 
Uh, that's on. awesome. All right, moving on. So since we've done the disclaimer and we've announced who we are, as always, every week, uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, say what our uh, what we're drinking tonight? So, gentlemen, what are you drinking? Uh, Derek, you first. So I, um, it's been a rough week. So I have some Maker's Mark in a, in a glass with some ice. And I went that route because that's, Probably the hardest liquor that I have. So I'm here you to have some arrogant, fun tonight. You arrogant piece of shit. Seriously. Only, he called pompous, it, only pompous sons of bitches <laughs> drink that. And no, not only that. Well, I'll he have didn't you say, know. He didn't, he didn't even say, he didn't even say, with, he said with some ice. He didn't even say, oh, I'm going to have it on the rocks. He just said with some ice. Look at yeah. Mr. Cool okay, guy. look, I only Seriously. have the bottle because a very good friend of mine got me a bottle that has my name printed on it. And I realized oh, only, someone, only someone with that oh, amount of arrogance would drink out of their God. own Maker's Mark bottle. For real. Wow, bro. Wow. wow. You're such an arrogant bastard. What should I be drinking? What, what, what is the better answer here? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But we're going to have to figure that out by the end of the episode. Oh, I think God. that's going to be the name of this episode, Maker's Mark on Ice. I think that's what's going to call it. Derek's Maker's Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> movies on the Rocks featuring Derek's. Derek and <laughs> these two other guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just going to be Movies on Ice, okay? Like Disney. Oh, no, that's, yeah. no, no, that's my podcast. And, I was <laughs> and you guys stole me from it, okay? All right. Well, uh, moving on. How about uh, you, Eric? What are you uh, uh, imbibing this evening? I am going with my classic. It's 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 one that I just can't get away from, and it's just gin and tonic, man. I nice. I, I love it. It's just good. You're gonna have to start mixing in different gins, dude. You have to start saying different. I, I just still them. have I just still have Hendrix right now, so that's okay. what I'm rocking. But if I if I uh, I'll get something different soon enough. Nice. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm go. Don't worry. I'm not gonna knock on you because what I'm about to say, I always have. So either way, but like the next, when I'm done with this bottle, I'm gonna go ahead. Or actually, may not before. I'll probably swing by one of the a couple of liquor stores in the area and get myself a bottle. But yeah, bro, bro, you know, rock out with your cock out, dude. Don't matter. Just do it, brother. Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not in public. At home. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, he oh, is I'm home. In my front yard. I'm in my front so, yard. Yeah, bro. That's that's, that's what I'm that's doing the right same now. Same thing, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing I'm doing it out in the backyard, you know, facing the golf course. So I'm super bougie like that. Hey, so hey, Tomas, Tomas, um, <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> you had to ask. It's like an old friend. Whenever I have this, it's almost it's so sweet. I swear, if you say Kraken again, dude. I I you know it's just whenever I have it, man, it just takes me back to. Younger days, happier times. Times I wasn't dealing with you, Derek, you arrogant <laughs> bastard. And so <laughs> I'm having tonight uh, a cup. My, my thermos is full with happiness and clocking with Coke Zero. Oh, God. I fucking <laughs> knew it every time. Hey, man. I swear. I'm not hating. He didn't. He didn't buy a bottle. He bought a lifetime subscription for that shit. Okay. I, I don't know what it is, but I love it. I love Kraken, especially this bottle. And whenever I get it, I'm like, it's literally just happiness in a bottle. What hey, was man, that I, shit? What was that? I say shit. It was actually pretty good. You remember that time that we went out and uh, I don't remember why we were in San Antonio, but. Uh, work. That, okay. So <laughs> it was a different trip that I'm referring here that we went drinking. 
Um, oh, okay. What what trip was that? what was that drink that do you remember? It was like a forever old whiskey or something. I don't know. You ordered me something because you were trying to convince me that whiskey was. Good. Oh no, no, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't whiskey. It was it was rum. I I got you. Um, I got you a a, a, a shot. It was a, it wasn't a shot. It was like it was just a little bit of rum. It was enough. It was like two fingers of um, what was it? Uh, it was oh my god. Thinking Dom something. No, 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 no. God bless America. What was it? It was. It's a rum that's made. It, I buy it all the time, dude. Shit, I gotta Google it. All right, anyway, you Google it's, it. it's a rum. It's a rum that's made in. Oh, El Dorado. That's what it is. It's a rum that's made in Guyana, in South America. It's actually, and it's a, it was a fifteen year old rum. You can buy a bottle of it for like thirty five bucks, dude. Super cheap, and it's so smooth on the rocks. It's like. It's like the smoothest thing in the world, and it's just it's just, it's on, it's fifteen years old. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love that rum, dude. I'll, I'll it, tell it, you, it, I had it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like whatever that was. I don't like normally very many liquors. Mm. Shit was good. Shit was smooth. It was. It's smooth, man. It's. And I got real messed smooth. up. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. He was doing all right. He was doing all right by the night's end. All right. So all right. So now that we got our drinks out of the way, um, uh, I don't know. How you want to do this, guys? But I'm going to go ahead and take it to the news desk. News of the day. I'm excited for this. News of the day. I think I'm going to scream so hard I'll take a shit. Okay, so okay. anyway, there's a few things that happened in the last week, all right? Really intense, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was. It's, it is very intense, actually. He's very, very excited. Intense. Okay, he's excited. So, there were a few things that happened this week. Um, most notable for me was the aspect that um, last Thursday was oh the release on HBO Max <laughs> oh of the Snyder Cut. Oh, gosh. There, there's such better news than that. <laughs> but you know what? If I'm running the news this week, that's going to be my first one. If you guys have something else to talk about, we can. But right now, we're going to talk about the Snyder Cut. Anyway, so I actually, I actually watched it. I have I not watched, watched it yet, so I cannot it, contribute. Look, it doesn't matter. So the reason I haven't either. I just want to talk it, about it. I want to talk about it. So, so the the movie is actually it was actually it was actually very good. Now, granted, I had to break up because I have children, so I can't just sit for four hours straight and watch a movie, which God knows I wish I could. But with that being said, I watched a good. At one point, I was watching. I watched a good two hours of it in one clip uh, when my wife was on phone calls and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Damn, this movie's fleshed out quite a bit." And I and well, you know, I can bring it up later. But it was just it's 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 shocking to me that Warner Brothers would actually kind of do that. You know what I mean? Like they would give an extra sixty million dollars to this guy to finish off his vision. And it was at first a little annoying because it is in that four three aspect ratio. Why? Because it was supposed it was it was filmed specifically for IMAX. So supposedly that's the IMAX aspect ratio. I don't know. I mean, it's don't they me. for IMAX don't they just use full frame and isn't that a four by three? Yeah, that's Am what it is. It's a I four mean, by three aspect. That that was the whole point of it. And so that on TV it's in four by three, not, so it's got the bars. But, uh, Listen, listen. I can't watch. I it. understand. I understand. I understand. <laughs> it was. It's a little like 
you know, gl- you know, jarring at first. But dude, honestly, after a while, when you get you get sucked into the actual movie, it you you don't even look at it anymore. It doesn't even worry you anymore. Well, I honestly, understand it, it was filmed on Amex, but think about all the films that we've watched mm-hmm. on Amex, and when you buy them at home or you watch them at home, you're still watching them on sixteen by nine. So why correct. did they do that? Because it says it in the beginning of the movie. It is presented in four by three aspect ratio to continue the vision, quote-unquote, vision of Zack Snyder. Because it's his decision. And so Didn't we move away from full screen like a full 10 years ago? Uh, 10. I have never owned a full screen movie since VHS. Exactly. <laughs> Not I intentionally. First, I mean, I've definitely I think, replaced them all by now. <laughs> I think the first widescreen movie I ever had, honestly, was Last of the Mohicans. And I had that on VHS. And I did. I never. I, I mean, like, it was like a, a precious gift to get a VHS that was in widescreen or letterbox, whatever you wanted to call it back. Yeah. yeah. It was letterbox. a precious gift. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then when DVDs came out, you had the choice of either one. And at that point, I was a pretentious film guy. Didn't know, <laughs> much, didn't know as much as I do now, but I was like, I would never buy a full screen movie. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah. So, I mean, with everything that happened with that movie and everything that's happened since that movie in regards to all the freaking politics in between, all the shit that happened with Ray Fisher. I mean, it was it was pretty wild, man, that, you know, that they would actually, you know, throw money at it. I mean, they would throw money at this movie. It's a lot of money, too. And the movie already spent they already spent a cool, what, 150, 200 million dollars because he had finished. He when he when he left, um, unfortunately, for what he left, the tragedy that he left with. I mean, he had. He said he had about eighty percent of that movie in the can. I mean, that movie was basically done. All he had to do was fill in most of the stuff and maybe do some more reshoots. But I mean, he, but doesn't he had, doesn't like when I hear that when I and Eric, let me know if you think similarly. But whenever I hear I've got eighty percent of the film in the can, that to me sounds like eighty percent of the filming phases are done. Not and that all was of the effect. months of the editing and special oh, no, effects yeah. and shit exactly. that comes after that. Sound design that's, and all of it, right? So, that's what, that's what happened. When you say in the can, it means shot. shot. You have 80% of the film shot. Not post-production. Right. Not, not sound design. You not reshoots. You 80% of the film. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but then, of course, when he left to go do his thing, then if Joss Whedon rolls in and then just fucking just... Tears it all apart, and and then he said that the, what was in the theatrical cut is like maybe twenty percent of the movie, which you see, you see quite a bit of the scenes that were in the theatrical cut. Not quite a bit, a few of the scenes that were in the theatrical cut are in this movie. Some scenes are longer, some scenes have more stuff. There's more, you know, um, more 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 things to talk about. More more more. Um, God, I keep I'm missing the words, but there's more like. More, more, more information being brought to bring brought forth into the motion picture, right? By some of the scenes, and in reality, some scenes were changed completely. They start with a line that you see in the theatrical version, and then it goes a whole other way than they did in this version. You know what I mean? Like it's it's wild, it's crazy. Well, I mean, okay, so don't get me wrong. I'm sure that you know you having you're the only one of us that has seen at least the cider cut. I didn't even see the original one. Well, I had and, the original one too, and I didn't. I didn't have an interest in seeing it, but it did reasonably well. The original release, <clears throat> yeah, it did okay. And and so this is just a way for them to 
kind of check all the boxes, make everybody happy because everybody can like or dislike the first one. And whoever didn't like the first one will like the second one. They get to boost their revenue by basically releasing the same movie twice. Although I get it. That's a different movie, right? They didn't have to film it twice. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is just a way to make a blockbuster out of a mediocre film, I think. Well, I don't know because they're not going to make any money off this deal. Do you know what I mean? It's going. It went straight to HBO well, Max. Not going yeah, to the theaters. They, what they? I mean, well, that has that has value. Yeah, yeah. There's content they, they costs. It. Yeah, it costs money to have that, and I'm sure it wasn't cheap. You know, so to get that, I don't know what it was. I don't know the ins and outs of how much it costs, but I'm sure it was expensive. And then I'm sure, which I could be wrong about this, but my speculation is, is there's probably some sort of streaming revenue. Maybe HBO is giving them kickbacks for how many streams are happening on it, too. True. So it I can see that. Okay. So there's probably money to be made there. Will they make their $60 million back? Eh, probably, but I don't know. Maybe not. Actually, maybe not. <laughs> you know, probably not. Now that is I that all they sold it for? Or all the Snyder Cut cost? Well, no, yeah, that was what he had said that they that the extra they gave him an extra sixty seventy million dollars to finish the movie. That's how much he had said in like an interview. That's what that's what he got. Because I imagine the, the first the first one was probably like I imagine you know maybe two to three hundred million dollars to get it. Developed. I think that's what it was. I think and how it was. did it make? Did it make? Did it make a lot of money? I don't even know. <sighs> I mean, they were expecting it to be like some big, huge Avengers style kind of. You know, money maker, and it was nowhere near it. I think it may be. I don't know how much it made. Well, Probably like we got a research team on it right now. Yeah, so. I think so. I think we're, we're. I'm hearing the keyboards clacking, everything <laughs> oh going up crazy. I'm going, I'm going, okay. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things. But I just thought it was, you know, as a as a film nerd, and I'm I'm sure you can appreciate this, Eric. As a film nerd, it's just cool when these things pop up because they don't happen a lot. You know what I'm saying? They they really don't. I, now there's there's other yeah. people that are saying they want an Ayers cut of Suicide Squad. Listen, dude, there's nothing that David Ayer could do to Suicide Squad that could be any better than what he got, and it, it wasn't that great either way. Mm -hmm. David Ayer is a pretty good director, just superheroes are not his thing. Give him a cop movie, give him you know like a down and dirty kind of you know thriller action kind of style, but I mean Suicide Squad is not his deal. <laughs> So it looks like the first release of Justice League was budgeted for $300 million. Oh opening weekend, it made $93 million. And yeah, it's, it's, opening. its U.S. gross was $229 million. And its worldwide gross was $657 million. Okay, well, they, they made their money back. I mean, yeah, I mean, basically, it, 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 them, but yeah, with... With marketing and stuff, it probably just like it was a wash. And yeah, all that yeah, that's true. And then also too with the uh, with the sixty million they just threw at Snyder, that probably wipes that budget out. You know, like so. Just you know, um, there's a push. There's a push, them, basically. But for them, I wonder what the draw was to do it. Like, is it is it really based on the fact that fans wanted to see it? Like, dude, movie studios are not like that. You know, they're just not. You know, so like, why? What was what the was that? What was that movie that was it? The interview it was about North Korea and Sony got hacked, yeah. and they yeah. There was so much like just noise around what was happening that I don't even. There's so much, so much that I I believe that it must have been a rumor because there's no way that 
North Korea hacked Sony so that they wouldn't release a movie. Like that doesn't make sense. Like North Korea doesn't care. We're, we've got people who do that anyway. It's already all I feel on YouTube. Like it is a marketing stunt. There's a little bit of me that feels and like. It, no, and honestly, it backfired on them. Uh-huh. It yeah. backfired on them big time. If it was a marketing stunt, it was a back. It backfired on them because I mean, I mean, the interview didn't even get to go out in the theaters. They sold it no. to Netflix. I mean, it was like, and I've never even seen the movie. And I honestly have no interest in the motion picture ever. Ever, you know what I mean? So it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't great either. I like those guys though. Like those movies, some of those movies tear me up. So like, like, uh, what was it? Like Long Shot with him and Charlize Theron. Oh, movie is so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, that was actually not bad either. Yeah, like as far as them, like this is the end to me is like their their masterpiece, man. (laughs) If you can call it that. (laughs) Oh man, it's so good. I just love that movie so much. Okay, I also have. All right, go have, ahead, Derek. You got um, something? There's, I couldn't find any information quickly enough about uh, how much they spent on the Snyder Cut, but it is speculated to have earned over $650 million since it was released. Wait, since what? Thursday? Since Thursday? Yep, that's what it says wow. on... What is it? There's two different articles here. One's on CNBC and one of them's on Vulture. How the fuck is that possible? How, yeah. How? What is like? I don't know the law. Lo- like how streaming works with this. It says two hundred and thirty million dollars in the U.S. box office alone. How? It's what? Who? No one's going to the movie theater. Where is these numbers coming from? I'm I'm loading the CNBC site now. Okay. Okay. You're, you're, okay. So, you're they're, so they're... arrogant that you're just making these numbers. <laughs> yeah, up. Exactly. You don't want to be wrong. Is Zack Snyder buying you for this information? Is he trying to get like you know, marketing and, and I can't all this believe, stuff? I've never realized this till now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh well, 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 while Derek gets that information, we'll go ahead and just move on to the next thing. Um, I, I, just, I mean, I'm, I got to dig into deeper in some of these uh, articles, but um, they are announced this week that you know, and this is I. Eric, if you have something to bring up, please, if you get something during the week, man, please bring up something because I don't want you to keep thinking that we're just literally superhero cocks all day long here. But that's all. Oh, I, no, I, I already think that I'm good. OK, well, then there we go. Well, I'll move on. Black Widow is not going to be a dual release. They're going to re- they already announced it and they Ooh. pushed it back. They pushed it back to July. <sighs> what was it supposed to be a dual release with? Uh, no, it was never supposed to be dual oh. release. It was supposed oh. to be in the theaters only. Oh. And uh, it was going to come out in May. And uh, Disney pushed it back now to July 7th, I believe. And it'll be premiere access and the theaters. But, Don't, you know, with the vaccine and stuff, they're probably going to they probably want to get as many people because now some states are moving to 17 plus, no matter the reason, because they just did that in Georgia. Uh, so, I mean, so I, I guess they're expecting like by midsummer, everybody's going to be going to the theaters again. So isn't premiere access, wouldn't that technically be a dual release? Because you could still... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're doing that, but they weren't going to do that in May. In May, they were talking about straight up only doing theaters. But now, since, like I said, the vaccine's starting to be rolling out a lot more, you're seeing a lot more, you know, supply and people getting shots and doses and everything like that. I guess they're thinking that if we wait another month and a half on this or two months on this, 
that'll 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 allow us to be able to have more people in the seats in theaters and not paying the thirty dollars and you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah, that kind of excites me, man, because I, I I really want the theaters to open up again. It's a really important a cinephiles here to get those. I know. So, it's true. It's true. As much so, as yes. I can't stand and don't care about the superhero stuff, I it excites me that they're waiting on it. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> So they were doing that, and I mean, so it's it's basically that's what's gonna happen, and uh, and and so yeah, I mean, it was just it was it, they just announced it like, like a couple of days ago, so it was kind of crazy. I mean, I think it's a good thing, but I mean, of course, some people are upset because hey, look, you know, you're doing all you're doing is uh is just all this bullshit that you guys have with um with with the the, the movies, and you just want to get more money. Of course, I want to get more money. It's a fucking business, man. Yeah. What the hell. I would do the same thing. If I see that there's more people getting vaccines, then I'm going to wait and try to get as many people into the fucking theaters as possible. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of wish and would hope that they do that with Dune, but I don't know if that's going to be on the plate for them, but no, I really they like said that. 2021 is going to be all dual release. And they already announced that that's done December 31st. Starting January 1st, it's all theaters. All They're right. not doing that again. They is stopped there- it. I mean, okay, so I'm trying to look at this from the standpoint of the studios, right? And it's a business. The The answer is whatever will make us the most money that is legal, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how is it that they're making less money with streaming setups like what Disney is doing than people going to the theater, like people are already signed up for this streaming platform. You can get it to them instantly. It costs you next to nothing to distribute it because they've already got the infrastructure for the app, right? All of the content. Yeah, it costs nothing. Yeah. And they're charging, what was it? 25 or $35 for the Mulan is how much it cost? It's $30. Okay. So they paid $30 for a family to be able to watch that. And if we were to assume, you know, the platonic family is what's somewhere between what, three and five, right? Mm-hmm. So ticket sales, let's call it, I think it's like what, like six or $7 that the studio gets from the ticket costs. Get all of it, my dude. <laughs> okay, so all of it. So they're getting what, uh, realistically, I think uh, you go to like an AMC, it's like what, $12, 12 to go bucks. see a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, all right. There's not that much money lost. Well, is it? Think about it this way. So I can stream... Mulan, let's say, because that's the only one I can think of right now for some reason. That's Premier Access. So I could stream Mulan for 30 bucks and I could invite a hundred of my friends to watch it in my backyard. Yeah, we, we, we've I had this that. discussion. It is, yeah. a, it is a possibility, but is but, it a likelihood? No, no, no. So let's say it's not a hundred. Let's say it's 10. Let's say. You ever have 10 people over to watch a movie? I am a very, very important man. <laughs> I'm the arrogant asshole. Okay? I'm, just, I'm just trying to act like you, okay? Because that's the only way that you're going to like me. I have, a theater room, I have a theater room that I do not invite anyone over for. It is mine, okay? Which is, that, is a part of me that appreciates that. But Is, <laughs> is that theater room your precious? It's mine. It is. It mine. was part of the house. I had to have it. And anyway, moving on. Moving on. Go All ahead, right. Eric. But yeah. So um, let's say it's even five, okay? Or, um, but let's just say it's five. Let's say that's the average. You got five people that are watching this film. And when you get um, the premiere access, how many times can you watch it? 
as much as you want. Forever, you have it. You have it. You have it until. Yeah, you have it until you have it until they remove that that brand. Now think about this. I and let's use another movie for example that's like more my speed. So let's talk about Tenant. Okay, so Tenet was a big deal because it only came out on theaters. It didn't make a lot of money because there isn't a lot of people going to movie theaters. Okay, but I watched it twice. So I paid twelve dollars twice. Okay, and I don't get to watch it a million times at my house after that. I always (laughs) saw it twice. So with kids movies, especially there is this weird thing where it's like the comeback effect or whatever, because kids will watch it more than once and parents will be like, Oh, I can get my kids to shut up for two hours and I could sit down in a chair and not have to move for two hours. I will pay the $50 for my five kids to see this. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of money to be lost by streaming only because now, yeah, your kids are going to be able to shut up at home and watch this uh, for two hours. But this, the studios only made 30 bucks once for maybe a hundred viewings of this film where if I want to watch tenant twice, I've paid $24. And now think about how many other people would do that. Watch tenant more than twice. And I typically don't watch movies twice, but I just was like, I need to watch this again. So I went and paid again to watch it. There's a okay. lot of people that do that. So first let's just be real. You walked out of the theater and just movie hopped into the next showing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see where your head is at. Listen, man. I like it. I like FBI, it, dude. The FBI listens to our podcast, and I feel like <laughs> <laughs> they put those warnings in the beginning of the movie. So, no, I actually actually did pay for this one twice. Believe it or not, I really did. And um, the fact of the matter is, is that like when you have just me doing that, that means that there's there would be millions of other me's, especially for a movie like Tenet, where you don't understand it the first time, so you want to watch it close. again. <laughs> and then you're just enthralled with what's happening, so you'll watch it again. So that's why, you know, the first weekend means a lot. They, I just don't see Mulan coming out and grossing, um, you know, $130 million when they premiere accessed it. I just don't. You know, whereas you would have done that if the theaters were open or gotten close to it, you know, I I kind of agree with you. I I don't know how much it made, but I'm looking it up. What I'm hearing is that they're essentially foregoing the theater box office revenue and essentially going straight to DVD. Okay. Because that's kind of of what happens, right? You spend $30 on a Blu-ray, you own it, you watch it indefinitely. Um, but there's Blu-ray deals are nothing not budgeted that way. Yeah. Well, and if they didn't budget it that way as like a straight to DVD release, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, and but, and, and, uh, and, and even if, still, and even still, and even still, if you think about it, even with the whole premiere access thing, it also depends on like like now the situation is is that like we said, like I said, the vaccines are out more, so people are going to start venturing out more. So something like Black Widow, which wouldn't be a kid's kind of movie, you know, it's not something I'm mean, not a movie that you would typically sit your child in front for two hours, you know what I mean? Like like Raya that just came out, which was actually a very good movie. Not gonna I lie. Heard. It was actually, I really, heard. Good. It was actually yeah. really good movie. Um, Raya came out, and that's the kind of thing you're talking about. It's perfect for that reason. But Black Widow, uh, not so much. That's more. That's going to be more. Oh, it's a Marvel movie. We're going to go see it in theaters. It's coming out in July. Oh, by that time, I should have my vaccine, so I'm good to go, and I'm at the theaters. 
Yeah. I don't want to watch that movie at my house. I don't really want to watch it at all, but I'm not going to watch it at my house. Like I want to go to, if I want to watch a Marvel movie, I would prefer to watch it on a big screen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit about COVID. I'm going to watch Tenet. In a movie. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not watching Death this. Or not, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to risk my life. I'm wearing gloves. I'm yeah. going to wipe down my seats with cami wipes. I did. Gonna the, wear, I'm He's in the, the hazmat suit from Outbreak. <laughs> exactly. He looks like a reject from E.T. Like all of a sudden. It's just yeah, like... <laughs> that's what I did. So, so well, I, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. So, I mean, it's, I, I mean, I, I get it. And Premier Access has its things and, 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 it, and it's, it's not a bad thing, but yeah, you're right. I mean, but also now, that's this is gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be something that's gonna be around for very much longer. They're probably gonna have to access for a few things, but there's really no need for it now. And they announced also, you know, that the new Pixar movie Luca, which is like an Italian movie. Oh, it's like dude, a lot, that it's, one looks legit. That I'm one looks legit. That, that one, that's going straight to Disney Plus. That's not even going to the theaters. Mm, they're, gonna, they're gonna send us straight to Disney Plus. Well, it sounds even, like as long as they budget accordingly, they can yeah. make their money. You know, like um, Mulan, we talked about that one wasn't budgeted to be an online release, and it was. No, it wasn't. And they only made sixty-six million on a two hundred million dollar budget. See, you, it's just not enough. It's not enough. However, when we look at Raya, it says that oh, it doesn't have a budget for how much they spent, but it's made sixty-eight million dollars already. So it's, it's done better for than a few Mulan weeks. Did. I imagine it's, only... it's over a hundred million dollars. Uh, if it's a, a Pixar slash or a digital animation film, it's probably yeah. over a hundred million. Yeah, and it was, and it was, dude, it was, it was legit dope. I mean, like the fight scenes, the martial arts scenes were amazing. I heard about those. I'm, I'm gonna have to They're... see this movie. This is probably one I'm gonna yeah, have to watch. It's, it's a really good movie. It's yeah. a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Um, now, since we're going to be talking about movies, of course, and superhero shit, which Eric, I know he absolutely adores superhero movies. We're going to move to some gaming information that was released just now. So um, Sony released uh, information article or announcement this week, this, yeah, this week, uh, saying that uh, by July and August, they're going to be shutting down PS3, PS Vita, and PSP stores. So if you have a PS3, PS Vita, <laughs> no. if, you have, if you have a PSP, you will no longer be able to purchase from the PlayStation Store. I legit have a PS3. <laughs> are you are you really upset right now? No. I, the only reason it's still plugged in is it is a damn good Blu-ray player. <laughs> Dude, that's why I got one. They were yeah. amazing. They were a great They're, Blu-ray player, man. They are great. You have to understand, anybody who's who's younger than I am, and I know there's not many of you out there, apparently, <laughs> but no, when, when the PS3 that. came out, you still had Blu-rays blu-ray players that couldn't play all the blu-rays because they weren't updated they weren't all internet yeah. connected and yeah. the playstation was and it was about the yeah. same price it was, it was a great yeah. idea anyway yeah, it was moving on it's great and, and it's it's i mean the, the the ps3 was such a freaking badass piece of hardware for what it did man it's amazing i was i was i was happy when i got it. just so happy when i got it and i got it off of ebay for like 450 bucks when it came out so it was awesome but anyways um uh, anyways, but yeah, so they announced that this week. So it's going to be around July or August. So all you people, our 20 listeners, 
<laughs> our, our 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 eight subscribers. Hopefully, you haven't non-subscribed from us. But uh, if you own a PS3, PS Vita, which I don't even remember what the fuck the PS Vita was. It was the one after the PSP. I have a PS Vita, and it was a little bit uh, a little bit overrated. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> the PSP was really cool for its time, and then they just kind of dropped the ball. So yeah, those those stores are going the way of the dinosaur. But uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's all I got for for today. I mean I could throw down some more shit, but oh. go ahead, Derek, do all it, right. baby, do we it. We talked we talked a couple weeks ago about the Kimitsu no Yaiba movie, the Demon Slayer movie yes. coming to yes. America. It's the top grossing animated film I think ever, if I remember correctly. Is it is it coming to Netflix? It's coming to movie theaters, my friend. Oh, I that's am right. Pumped. No, didn't they announce that they're going to have a second season of the of the of Demon Slayer on Netflix? There is a second season coming. I haven't seen anything on if it'll also be on Netflix because the first season was pretty quickly added to Netflix. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, the movie is coming and it'll be released uh, here in the U.S. Both dubbed and subbed. You'll have the option of both. Pick your poison. April twenty third. It is the first movie that I have gone to and feels like forever, dude. I am I'm am pumped. I'm ready. Yeah, Derek, I will buy the tickets now if I could. Derek is like, it's coming and it's coming hard. <laughs> no, that that is not what I said. That took a turn. Oh, took, <laughs> took a serious turn. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. You have to listen, man, so we can get away from that last comment. Um, I'm gonna have to, to you have you enlighten me a little bit more in the world of anime because I just can't get into it. But I am gonna watch, you know, the eggs protein. Oh shit. my god! Shut the fuck I'm up! I'm gonna watch. Okay, <laughs> what was it called? One, it was called, it was wonder, called Vermont. No, is Wonder Egg. Priority. Okay, that oh, was so, my top okay. shelf last week. All right, that's right. All right. you guys are ridiculous. All right. all right, so it's called so it's, so just to make sure we're all on the same page. It's called wistful. No, shut the fuck up. Moving on. Erotic. Uh, uh, Here's the thing: if you're trying to get into anime, there are a million and one recommendations that people will make. I'm not trying to get into it. I, I just would like to know what the allure is. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. There are. Do we have time a, for this? No, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do a deep dive. Um, there's essentially uh, some attachment that you can find whenever there's some things that can be done a little bit differently that that reality doesn't really let you do for a camera, and and anime can achieve that. Really talented animators can do that. And so there's one. there's not there's not all of them are like that, obviously. There's a handful of animators that you'll find from time to time that either have really good direction or really good production that helps them to pull off an aesthetic that otherwise really doesn't exist anywhere else. So you can quite literally see things. You can you can watch certain animes that will show things in a way that have never been shown on screen before. And it's it is often because they are literally limited by the colors and animation and ideas they can come up with. For example, a really good one. Um, one of I think it's like the fourth, fifth, or sixth episode of Demon Slayer when you get to see him use one of his techniques for the very first time, and he, he pulls the sword out and he's 
the cool thing is, is he's holding the blade. It, it's a katana. It's, it's a you know, Japanese setting. Um, and he's got this katana. And you've seen in movies, for example, when the sword is on fire, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty common thing. The blade itself is on fire. And usually it'll have some kind of interesting concept of like, well, the blade is still cold or blah, 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 right? Imagine if the wind was blowing against the blade and you've got the fire rushing back towards the wielder, right? But instead of fire, it's water and it's rolling like a wave, like an ocean wave mm-hmm. from the blade. This is stuff that you don't normally see. It's, it's a brand new concept. It's just a new way to show how uh, you know, powerful this blade is or whatever. It's just a new concept, but it's a way to animate it that you haven't seen before. And that happens constantly in anime. It is like so every series will have something. You see it's something new all the time then. All yeah. The so time. like, for, for example, I mean, there's, there's like, for me, like, I mean, there's only like, there's like three anime for me that I think are probably the best in my opinion. And, you know, usually most people have like two or, or, you know, or all three. But for me, like my top three animes are Akira is first. Uh, Satoshi Khan's uh, Perfect Blue is second, which is, um, oh my God, that movie is out of control. Oh god! And for three Princess Mononoke. That's those are my top three. Those are great. But like for 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 like an example is um, Akira. Akira when he when the, when Katsuhiro Tomo made the motion picture because he also wrote the wrote and drew the comic book the manga. He wrote and drew the the manga as well. He uh, the way he the way he filmed the movie is that he recorded all the voice acting first, which has never been done before at that point. He recorded all the voice acting first, like they do here in the States, because that's what we do here in the States, but they didn't do that in Japan. He recorded all the voice acting first so that the so that the the, the words would match on film. Hmm. Something that we do here, we've been doing here in the States for 30 plus years at that point, had was never done in Japan. It was always just the mouth moving, that ba 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 ba, and that's what they would do. Yeah, the syllables. The syllables, or even that, they just scream out. I mean, you would hear like two or three syllables in the, in the scream, but the mouth wouldn't move at that point. But in this movie, it was the first time they had actually drawn the voices to uh, drawn the the mouth motions to match the words in the actors' voices. Hmm. So it's there's always something that happens with good ones. There's bad ones too. Like there's a horrible show on Prime called Ghost Stories, and that one's just funny on its own story. But oh it's, man. It's such a bad, bad anime, but it's it's one of those animes that you hear like legends about, mm. and when it's available to watch, you watch it. And you're like, I can't believe this fucking thing actually came out in the states. Like, like, and 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 and, and I, I'll explain to you like another time on that show because my daughter's like, can I watch it? And then I was like, let me see. I sat down for the first three minutes. And I'm like, there's no way in fucking hell I'm gonna have my my daughter watch this show mm. because in Japan it was a kids show. And all they had to do was contractually release it here in the states. They 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 couldn't change the title. They couldn't change what was happening in the show. It had to match to a certain degree the overall theme of the episode. But they could change all the dialogue, and the dialogue is horrible. There is like so much. There's like bad language. They're talking about penises, and it's just horrible jokes. They're 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 calling people sons of bitches. Like one ep- one scene in the first episode. The girl's grandfather is saying they asked they asked the grandfather, "What are you gonna do? Um, what are you gonna do now that we moved out of your house?" He's like, "Well, I'm waiting for this old bird bitch to die so I can go ahead and have some fun." That's I mean, that's in the show. Like, where the hell does that have any context in the bearing of a show? But it's like that, man. And and it's just 
They take Bruce a lot of liberties when they do that yeah. dubbing, you know. But but when, as in case in point, with Derek was talking about, yeah, there are some movies that come out and they're just to just or show and they're just groundbreaking in what they can do. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit. I think I've had bad experiences with anime, and it mostly comes from my uh, my nephew is is a huge fan, and he had me watch this show a few months back, and it was called uh, I don't remember JoJo something I forget. Oh, oh god, gosh. JoJo's bizarre JoJo's adventure. bizarre adventure. Yeah, yeah. He loves no, it. No, 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 no. Like all I could think about is they kept on talking about being a true gentleman in the, in the show and i just like from now on like yeah no you know you know what i think okay it's a really it's the slowest burn yeah jojo's oh. it is it's like a four season burn before it's finally good and me and and me and my wife watched like seven episodes in a row with him and i was just like this is this is bad it's bad right <laughs> Dude, you know, you know what I would think if I, you know what I would do probably like an episode. I show that I would think I would use as like for you would be probably like for me. In my opinion, would be like Attack on Titan. It's on Netflix. They have the first season on Netflix, and that first season is dope as fuck. It's a pretty good show. It's it's finishing. It's uh, in its final season right now, and, and they did a major time jump. Over it. Yeah, it's a major time jump in, in the, from the third to the fourth season. But watch the first uh, Attack on Titan. Watch the first season. It's only like twenty four episodes. But it's Only. it's not it's not but it's not a slow burn, dude. You jump right into it like in the first episode. It's wild. Okay. There's the the biggest thing I would caution you by is get recommendations from people who actually care if you yeah. enjoy it versus what they enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Um there's there's a notorious anime that I see all over online. People talk about how incredible this anime is. It's called The Outcast. Um and it's it's a cool concept. Don't get me wrong, it, but it's very medium. Like it, it's it's like a hard six all day long, right? It's it's not fantastic. It's it's okay in anime. There's like five or six uh, sequences that are they. I think they switch to a different production studio or something where the it's it's like hand on hand like combat, right? And there are some sequences that it is animated incredibly. I mean, it's beautiful. It is an testament to how well motion can be animated by hand. Mm. And then you go back into that mediocre show <laughs> outside of those fight sequences. Yeah. And I hate it when people recommend that show for that reason alone, because it's like, you don't watch the show for those, you know, 30 second fight sequences. You watch the show for all of the dialogue and everything that's happened to the protagonist, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that aside, yeah. Demon Slayer is coming next month. Everybody I'm go buy your tickets. You. I'm going to jump on this anime train. And, and I, I will buy you a ticket if you go. Just <laughs> go see it. It's going to be shouldn't legit. He, shouldn't he watch the movie, though? The, the, the TV show, I mean? Uh, I mean, if you want a background story, but most of the time, you know, these anime uh, videos, like the, the movie, movies between seasons, which is a regular thing that happens in the anime industry they usually give you enough background to, to get you off the you know whatever and it's 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 a bite-sized single sitting that's all you have to commit to you know yeah okay all right well um any, anything else dude you want to bring up uh we didn't talk about uh falcon and uh Bucky oh shit because i don't want to that's why oh well <laughs> Now that well, you know what you're outvoted, buddy. All right, oh, so gosh. Falcon, we'll, we'll talk about Garbage. it for another five minutes. And then, we'll, then we'll go. Then we'll go to the refill portion. I'm just kidding. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I actually, I saw it. 
it's 50 minutes long, which was great because it was the first episode. Yeah, because the first episode of WandaVision that. was like 35 minutes. Dude, the this first episode of WandaVision felt like seven. It felt like it was seven minutes long. I was felt like I was watching a long trailer. I thought it was awesome. Personally. It was great. No, no, WandaVision was amazing. I'm not knocking it. That's Did the you only watch thing. It? I wish... Did you watch WandaVision? I watched the yes. whole thing and I loved it. That's the only, that's one of the very horrible <laughs> things that I watched that I was like, this is what I'm talking about right here. All right. This we definitely, we've definitely tainted his taste by now. <laughs> It's it's well no one division was a a more small small character driven type of show I mean it was it was meant to be very I guess you could say very um compact because it was of course it's inside the hex you know yeah. what I mean like it was in that dome wonderful Falcon and Winter Soldier it sounds like a totally great different. constraint for budgeting a movie I'm sure it was I'm sure because you know how much Falcon and Winter Soldier costs probably a lot two hundred eight million dollars for a six episode show. Ooh. It's only six episodes. Only six episodes, but, but that's, that's pretty good for six hours. But 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 here's the thing: more than likely, they're going to have a second season of the of the show because this isn't going to be like Wanda, where it's a limited season series, and that's it. No, they already talked about that. This is probably going to be a two or three season show. Okay. Um. So what uh, did you think like, about it? I thought it was fantastic. The action scenes were great. They had a lot of they had a callback to a character from Winter Soldier who was in the movie, uh, played by George St. Pierre. The the MMA fighter oh, yeah, he was yeah, yeah Batrock so he was he was in the beginning of this thing. Um, it also showed like it also showed something that was funny is like it, it, I was like wow that really sucks like Tony Stark didn't pay these fuckers. Mm-mm. So that was the thing for this one is that you notice that these guys, people don't have any money. None of these Avengers don't have any money. They have to find jobs. And so Bucky is looking for a job, you know, and I, he's he's having trouble looking I'm for a job. And then, and then, the, and then the Falcon, the Falcon, in one scene, he's with his sister to try and get a business loan for their shrimp boat business because his family are shrimp boat captains. <laughs> and they get and they get denied. They're only captains. They don't actually do the shrimping no, or the no, selling no, and, of the shrimp. They just funny, captain and things. And it's funny. He gets denied. He gets denied from the bank, and the lend and the bank loan officer in the same breath says, "Hey." I know we can't give you a, a loan, but can we take a selfie? Like he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hell no. He walks out. Like I mean, it's just one of those uh, things, you know. I'm gonna watch it. Jeez. <laughs> and no, it was just and like the beginning of the scene. It's just and it's just like they're building this whole thing of just a world without Captain America. Of course, like that's the first episode. Is like this is after the blip, you know, the snap, and now and also it's a world without Captain America. You know, everyone's back. There's all this mayhem. Because you have all these peop- mouths to feed now, and you know what's what's the ramifications of that? You know, like half your workforce that disappeared and then suddenly had to come back, and they've got bills that are five years past due because yeah, they didn't yeah, exist yeah. for five years. Like, yeah, you have you have people who are you know trying to find jobs, and they've been gone for five years, so there's no work history. So I love. Okay, so that that concept of like what happened while everyone was gone, like what happens to all of their belongings, that concept was fleshed out in the comics. And I'm so glad because that seems like such an easy aspect to glaze over and continue making, you know, hundred million dollar blockbusters, you know, and they've they've at least touched on it at this point so that we can answer that question of like, like what the hell happened when everybody was gone for five years and then comes back? Are they five years younger? Right? 
because they didn't live for that five years. They came back as they were snapped away. We even talked, was it us talking the other day that said something about like what happened to people that were snapped away whenever they were in a plane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do they snap back into middle air and just plummet to their deaths or what? You know, supposedly, according to them, they just they, they showed up on Earth. They showed up on solid ground. They didn't fall out of the sky, although planes did fall out of the fucking sky. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, things like that happen. You, you, I mean, like I said, like I said, the the Incredibles is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the whole scene <laughs> with Frozone and the helicopter crashing. It's in Avengers. I'm saying it now. That's my oh hot my take. God. I'm going to change. Uh, like, like the meme says, change my mind. No. I, 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 uh, I'd rather you wallow in ignorance. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to be behind our uh, Eric <laughs> cohort. Eric an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to be behind Derek the asshole? Of course you are. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, but no, but yeah. So the, uh, the, the whole aspect of it is just, I mean, it's, it looks good. So this, so in, as far as the timeline is concerned, WandaVision was like three weeks after Endgame. Uh, this takes place three months after Endgame, and then of course, then then the next movie is the Spider-Man Far From Home took place eight months after Endgame. So, I mean, I'm really we'll glad see. I got those timelines now. Now it all makes sense. It makes sense to you, right? That's <laughs> to why movies I said he saw hasn't seen. <laughs> that's why. That's why I said it. I want to make sure you understand where you are in the timeline. Oh, and uh, and just to give you an idea, they announced today that also with Black Widow, it it takes place after the events of Winter Soldier. Black Widow is after Winter. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I do have a question for you guys. I had to um, repeat that in my head. Like, wait, do you guys watch movies that aren't superhero movies or anime? Oh yeah, I watched. I watched. Yeah, I of course, I'm I watched being, a ton of I'm movies. Being a dick, <laughs> and and as well, you we were just talking about how I, I was going to recommend Stargate. I've been watching Stargate on TV for like the last like <laughs> month and a half, maybe. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, yeah, no. I, I finished it. By the way, I'm so happy I finished it. I was so happy I finished it. I just watched the movie that came I'm out. Tempted if I'm not sure if I'm going to go into the next Stargate show. I know I didn't. I'm not gonna do that. Anyway, I have one other thing before we move on. Um, All right, let's go. Today, today, the day of our Lord, <laughs> March, March, March 25th. The day of our Lord, 2021. Oh, I, actually, <laughs> I was referring to 1997 when. The movie Twister became the first major film to be released on DVD. I knew that trivia. Are you seriously? Wow, yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Yep. Today, nineteen ninety-seven was-, was the first home DVD that you could get. This is this is serendipitous that we're together talking about this. <laughs> I have it on my little daily advent calendar right here at my desk, and I thought it was that's interesting. Good. No, that's a very interesting, and you know. I have something to say about that. I remember <laughs> when <laughs> players first came out. So I was in eighth grade, I think. So Derek, you weren't born yet. And I <laughs> the fuck out of here. I, and my mom came home and she's like, Hey, I got this thing. And my mom, like, for some reason, like not, wasn't like a, she's not like a, a electronics person, but she will make like weird purchases sometimes. <laughs> 
that were like pioneer home pe- shopping channel. <laughs> okay. She's she the like, one Amish person who's like, I got a cell phone today. Yeah. <laughs> Her mom was. It was really weird. So like she comes up, she's like, I got this thing. It's a DVD player. And I was like, she goes, it plays movies. And I was like, oh, wow. And she goes, it's these discs. And she's like, I'm going to take you to go buy one. We went to Walmart. There were three movies available at the time. One of them was Twister. Yep. One of them was The Horse Whisperer. Oh, my God. I, and I don't remember what the third one was. Oh, it was Sphere. The movie Sphere. Okay. Oh, I hate that uh, movie. Shit, that movie was so bad. Not and a good movie. I was Book like, was amazing. Book yeah. was amazing. Movie at, sucked. At the time, I was like, all right, well, let's buy Twister. And she was like, nah, I don't like that movie. I'm getting The Horse Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> so the first movie that I watched on a DVD player was The Horse Whisperer. And I remember when we took, we put it in and we took it out. Gee. I was like, where do I rewind it? That was, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And now DVDs are literally archaic, which is hilarious. Yeah, I literally just went through selling all my DVDs back to half-price books. I only have Blu-rays, and I'm even considering getting rid of those as I can get 4K copies of something. I have a, and I wish I could show it to you, but next to me is my DVD collection, and it's a huge rack. And I have so many that it's, I don't know, it's like 700. But I need to, I want to get rid of them. Like, I, I love them. But there's a part of me that's like, these are just taking up space now. Yep. You know? But I love the part of who I am. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. It said, what are you going to do with that? all the CDs? And you, what are you going to do with the CD tower? Now you've sold all your CDs. And it was literally a meme. And someone had literally stacked in the in the CD boxes where the CD boxes were just all top ramen. It was just all top ramen. They used <laughs> it to, to, to store their top ramen pieces. It was great. No, no. But yeah, man, like. Like I've sold basically all my DVDs. The only ones I kept were like the ones that are like like the box set ones and like the special edition ones. Like yeah, and then sure. I have like a yeah. I have a I have a I have a special edition of Evil Dead mm-hmm. that the case is the Necronomicon yeah. and it's like a rubber case. Yeah, you don't get rid of that. Yeah. You don't get rid of that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I have like the Apocalypse Re- now Redux like you don't get rid of that. But I'm I'm still trying to I, I've been putting it off, but you know, I have one of those uh those old you guys are gonna make fun of me uh those vhs players yeah and uh you've got a little adapter and you plug it into your computer and you can copy your vhs's so i'm gonna have original copies of the original release of star wars on vhs i'm surprised you know what a vhs is but i'm glad you do that's good motherfucker You guys, the first time I ever saw a movie at home was on Laserdisc, okay? Dude, that's after VHS, bro. That's after, that's post-VHS, yes. yes. It was definitely Before, prettier, okay? First was Betamax, which apparently, from what I've heard, was actually a much better technology. It's just that Sony won the, the, the Betamax VHS wars. So Then there was like three-quarter inch, I think, and then VHS. Yeah. So... Yeah, and that was like the I think, and then Laserdisc came out. I remember when I first saw one, they were like, yeah, like this big, dude. <laughs> I, I wonder how far. I wonder if is there a chance that my first movie might have been a VHS? Chances are it was. You, you are. You're not that young. You probably yeah. watched the VHS. Yeah, I'm dude. sure. I, mean, I just remember all of the Disney movies were on VHS, but I didn't think that was the first thing. I don't know. Whatever. 
the first, I mean, the first, the oh, first thing I, the first, I, I saw Silence of the Lambs for the first time on Laserdisc, and it was unbelievable. I I can't remember. I watched Jurassic Park on a Laserdisc, but I don't remember like what it looked like at this point. Like I can't remember. Like I probably remember thinking, "Oh wow, this looks better than VHS." But like Laserdisc died very quickly. You know, yes. it was not a. It was a very short-lived technology, so I think it's, it's funny really- how it's funny how it died out. Do you think the same reason, like the same reason that Laserdisc lost, is the same reason that HD DVD lost? You know, I don't. That was I was just about to ask that. I don't know why HD DVD lost, and that was really a hard time for me because I remember I wanted to get in <laughs> buying high definition films, and I was like, I don't know which one to buy. Because I don't, I don't have an HD uh, DVD player. I have a Blu-ray player, and I. But at one the, point, they were like they were like only selling certain films on yes, HD DVD yes, on purpose, yes. and that was really frustrating. So I'm really glad that HD DVD died, and they just chose one. The story so, you always hear online is that porn, porn decided to publish on Blu-ray. Oh, and that's that, a big enough industry to yeah. tip the scales. That'll kill anything. Yeah, I mean, you know that kill, if there's a war and they and porn chooses one of the two, it's gonna yeah. win. You know? you know, I mean, I mean, there was I know there was also a story that when the first Transformers movie came out, um, who who, God, who, who owns Transformers? It's uh, it's Universal, right? Isn't it Universal? Yes, I think it's Universal oh. now. Yes, yes, whoever. Yes, that, that, that's who released timer, the movies, right? right? No, it was it was Bruckheimer and it was Bruckheimer and it was uh, it was Michael Bay. It was Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay, not Bruckheimer. Michael, no, they're together, right? But it's probably Universal. Whoever they were, I think it was was Universal who was the who 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 like released it. But here's the 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 the, the story was is that Bay hated regular DVD Blu-ray DVDs. He loved the HD DVDs. He wanted all his movies to be HD. But the problem was that Universal had a thing for blu-ray because that was sony and they had to deal with sony and all that stuff and so he never talked about the blu-ray he always talked about the hd dvd release of transformers because he thought it was only going to publicize the ones he wants to see exactly because that's what he felt with and and honestly the word is is you know it's like the same thing with betamax and with vhs supposedly hd dvd was better technology it was a better disc i'd have but I have to see it again too. Yeah. I don't know. That's what they say. HD DVD is dead. We'll never know. We'll it's never dark. know, shall we? No, we will not. Um, well, on on that note, um, are we? Uh, you got anything else, gentlemen? You good to go? Oh, it's time to refill. It's been an hour. All right, let's go. I gotta take a piss, a grand piss, as uh, as they say. And so um, we will go ahead and go to a refill. So uh, if you don't mind, boys, we will see you guys in uh, thirty seconds. Peace out. <laughs> From the refill portion of our episode, we are continuing on here in episode, what, what is this? Episode 22. 23? 22? 22! Oh, no, 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 wait, what's W in 23, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not it's an count. episode. We're on an episode, guys. Episode 23! Woo-woo! Of 
movies on the rocks. And I mean, this is something that you guys, if you want to send us, put us in Instagram or, or on whatever else, you know, you want to do it. You want to send us an email, uh, go right ahead. It's on our, it's on our, uh, our podcast stuff. Um, we're talking about the the insanely talented Shia LaBeouf, and right now we're kind of in an argument per se, or a discussion, mm. a heated discussion. Pretty because sure Derek, agree. Derek, Derek seems to think that Lindsay Lohan, no, um, is a much me. better. He's is on the same level, on the same talent level as Shia LaBeouf. As, as Shia LaBeouf. I, I did not and say that. I mean, I mean, I mean, did did he say that? I think he said that. No, I what I compared were a bunch of loonies, okay? Shia LaBeouf <laughs> oh, and Lindsay Lohan and Miley Cyrus see, are all crazies. They're, some of them are talented. Context. Others are not. Shia LaBeouf is talented. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? I think you're lying, dude. I think you're just trying to backtrack. He's crab walking now. He's crab walking. Oh, God. Just- I'm so done. I'm so done. <laughs> there's, a, there's an endearing pleasure. A endearing pleasure. Endearing nature about Shia LaBeouf. Okay. There is. There, and I can't explain what it is. And I read about some crazy things that he does and he says, but the boy wins me over every time he's Seriously. Up. He wins me over honestly every time. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's if it's if it's because, you know, because honestly, like he made the movie Disturbia so much better as a as a weird teen version of Rear Window, which was weird, but it was still pretty damn good. And then there's and then there's uh what else the movie he did? Holes with Disney, which was Holes was good. Something. Which was good. Great. The kid is It was great. just I mean, it was fantastic. And it's just, just like you're like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> like you could just do so much more. He just does not want to after Transformers, he just does not want to be part of the Hollywood machine. I get it. The Hollywood machine will eat you up and spit you the fuck out. I understand that and aspect of it. I mean yeah. just ask Lindsay Lohan. I mean, it ate her up and spit her the fuck out. But but dude he could have his fucking pick and choose like any piece he wanted to right now, man. He just didn't want to do it. He just didn't want to do it. And I, and I get it, man. You're in the you're in the business for as long as he was. He just didn't want to be a part of it. If you look at his catalog, too, he's got he's made a lot of films. He just decided to step away from these huge, major, big blockbuster pieces, um, except the ones that really spoke to him. I think so, like Fury. For instance, oh my god, yeah. that movie mm-hmm. amazing, um, you know. And then, but he did some other, you know, stuff too that's just out there and weird. Like, uh, what's that one? Nymphomaniac, he did Nymphomaniac part one and two, and uh, that's Lars von Trier, and it's a really, really scandalous role. But if you watch the film, he the boy can act, period. He's he's a very, very he's like almost like a brilliant talent. The dude's good. The kid is good. He's a very good actor. Um, he's got some off-screen problems, you know. <laughs> but he doesn't take away to me from how talented he is. Um there's close. some crazy allegations against him that if they come out as true, um isn't gonna really help his character in the least. But uh unfortunately, uh whether that happens or not, it doesn't take away if the kid can act. That's almost like the Michael Jackson theory. Like his music was, yeah, great, but even, even though even he's the, got these allegations, you know, like the music. But I mean, was great. But I mean, even 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 that even that's the case. The allegations against, in my opinion, I mean, who knows? But the allegations against Michael Jackson are far far worse than the allegations against him. I mean, I, I agree. Mean, I agree. Not, not I'm not, I'm, and I'm not trying to discount what those allegations are because those allegations are terrible yes yes but if you're going to compare the two i mean one is definitely worse than the other but let's just hope that if he 
I mean, let's just hope he does the Robert Downey Jr. at one point and goes into a Marvel movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, this, this uh, that's the answer. That's this, the answer. This that's the up, answer for everything. This brings up a controversial question that I have for you guys, and I'm glad uh-huh. that we're talking about this. So, <laughs> because we're not going to talk about a movie tonight, guys. No, I know. <laughs> because I'm trying not to. This talk is about what it. happens. I'm, this is what happens when you get a bunch of film nerds yeah. on a fucking podcast. Yeah, and I'm trying my hardest not to talk about the film tonight. So. <laughs> Anyway, um, so let's let's say allegations. Let's use Michael Jackson as an example, even based against uh, some of the allegations against Shia LaBeouf that are not good. That have to do with like domestic violence and stuff like that with the girlfriend of his. Let's say we find out they're true. How do you? How does that affect you? As oh man, you know, I, I, I'm going deep tonight, guys. I'm going deep tonight, and I want to. Are we talking? Are we talking like? Are we talking like three knuckles? Okay, no, we're not. So, <laughs> sorry. Here's the thing, man. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm one thermos full. So yeah. Apparently, <laughs> who's the? I can, I can't even remember the guy's name. Who did? Um, oh gosh. Who's the guy who? Uh, who's saying ignition? Oh, uh, uh, R. Kelly? R. Kelly. There you go. Yeah. So R. Kelly. Um, that <laughs> that song is incredible. I love. I hear that song. I want to dance. Right. That's from my era. And uh, now I I I don't want to listen to that song anymore. Yeah. I, I will skip it. Right. And and maybe it's easier because I'm a little bit older and it's not exactly my flavor anymore. Right. I've kind of grown out of it. But um, I, I skip it. I think the same thing whenever I constantly confused that um gosh there's a there's a um i I don't know any of these actors and actresses names there's there's a uh r&b rapper um who who is uh still very popular uh derulo jason derulo okay jason derulo he hasn't really done anything bad he's still got good music he's very popular on social media and i confuse his songs all the time with chris brown and I don't oh. listen to Chris Brown anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, they do kind of sound similar sometimes. They, like, they have yeah. some similarities, right? And I and yeah. I I always for the longest time I didn't know that. <laughs> for, I, I honestly thought there was just one artist, and I didn't know the name of either of them, so I just thought they were one guy. So <laughs> whenever I learned that it was two different artists, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I can see a little bit of difference between their music God, styles." You're, God, you're such a horrible person, dude. I just, you? I didn't, I didn't know. I don't, I don't ever listen to the artists. I just listen to music. I enjoy the music well, anyway. Okay, well then, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. But so, in the context of this conversation, here's the question that you have to ask yourself, okay? You don't like listening to R. Kelly anymore, really. That's fine. It's okay. I don't. I never was really a big fan of R. Kelly. I was okay with him. I wasn't like some other people were. I think he just had that one was, song. No, no, no. He had a few. He had yeah, that. He yeah, had. Yeah. He had. He had. Keep it on the yeah, down yeah. low. Derek back in the nineties. But Derek, yeah, he wasn't around then. He was like six years old when that song yeah. came out. Oh, yeah, and he doesn't Moving know. On. He doesn't know about. He doesn't know about everybody. I it's do know that one. Me yes. That's another song I didn't know that was his. Anyway, continue. So no, no. Anyways, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What I'm saying is that you have those songs. You don't listen to those songs. You know, it could be the act. The, the, the music didn't call you. But now, let me ask you a question. On the flip side, when you hear a Michael Jackson, song, that's what I was gonna say. Is like Michael Jackson is he's so. He has had had such an impact on the music industry 
not only in his time, but still echoing today. Like we still listen to his music is still on the radio. It's still hard, dude. You know, at the ball game, you still see it. You know, in like movie credit sequences, all it's it's they use his music, right? They still show his Super Bowl, like because it was Super Bowl because it was awesome and amazing. That that it's it makes it harder, in my opinion. My answer to this: it makes it harder to stand your ground, right? Because of, I mean, that's like if who's who's close to Michael Prince, if Prince was somebody you couldn't listen to anymore that would like, that would destroy me i'm not going to lie that, i would that would that would be I, that's not, like hell on that's like hell on earth right yeah. there i mean prince is not as big as michael jackson but to anyone who's musically inclined he's quite I mean, literally neck and neck yeah. right yeah. they, they yeah. are he he's he's a prodigy of his era and his instrument and music in general so, I mean, he, he he knew how to play he knew how to play the guitar the way he played the guitar he knew how to play by like what like 5 6 years old I mean, the, yeah, the, he knew. I mean, he, the, the, there he aren't like many. Mozart. He's like Mozart in rock. That's what he was. Well, and and that's that's the part is like it's easier for me to stand my ground with R. Kelly, right? His songs aren't as yes. popular anymore. They are not as prevalent in our current culture. Michael Jackson is, and it's not how long he's been passed away or how long he's been since he released the song. He just had that big of an influence on the industry. Mm-hmm. That he's still, and so. I want to stand my ground. I want to have that. Um, it's tough. It, it's tough. He's he is that big it's, in the industry. You when know? it comes to when it comes to Michael Jackson, it's tough to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Yes, sir. Like you would, like you would with R. Kelly. You can separate the art from the artist and say, you know what? I don't really want to fucking deal with that shit because he's he's okay. He's just an R and B guy. That apparently, according to reports and stuff that happens, he's been fucking around with underage girls for years. And I mean, every time I think of R. Kelly, all I can think of is the Dave Chappelle show when he yeah. had when he poured the bucket of doo doo butter. That's all I could think of. That's all mm-hmm. I could think of. You know what I mean? And it, it's you know with him, it's like that. And with Michael Jackson, of course, recently you think of the allegations, you think of what he was a part of. But it's tougher for Michael Jackson because, like you said, the impact that he had in the industry. That's how it is for me. I mean, for me, like in the beginning, before he cleaned up his act, uh, was Robert Downey Jr. He was such a he was such a prodigy, and that's why I'm hoping that he's gonna that Shia LaBeouf will kind of do that kind of turn in his life, because because with Downey Jr. Dude, honestly, with the way he lived his life back in the '80s, I mean, Downey Jr. He probably could have died by yeah. like the mid '90s yeah. with the drugs and all the shit he was dealing with. He probably could have died, and so. Him making that turn by getting Iron Man, which was more than likely, according to reports, like his last shot in Hollywood. That was his last shot. And him being able to turn it around, I'm just hoping that on because of the insanely talented nature of Shia LaBeouf and how we all know how good he is, that he can make that turn around. Doesn't have to, I'm not saying that he has to be in a Marvel or DC movie. Fuck that. I don't give a shit about that. What I'm saying is that for someone that talented, it's a shame if they go down the toilet because of 
their stupid mistakes and they don't fucking realize. Well, that's one of the hard things of being a child actor, man. There's a lot it's of true. pressure on them. Like we did you it's guys true. watch that kid ninety documentary that we were talking about? Not yet. Not yet. I watched it and it's just like these kids, man, they go through some crazy stuff. And Hollywood is a nightmare for children. I'm sorry. It's a it nightmare. Is. If I had a, if I had the most talented kid in acting, they would not be in Hollywood until they are of age. I would not put my kids in any type, I don't care what the money is. It's not happening. Okay, it's Dude, just not. If, if it's even like one percent of the shit that Corey Feldman has said that he had to deal with, fucking him and Corey Haim had to deal with growing up nope. in Hollywood. Not even not a doing it. Prayer, yep. dude. Would I even let my child yep. anywhere near that bullshit? Yep, yep. And I, I almost like almost. I'm always happy for like what's his name, the kid who played Johnny. Um, uh, the kid from uh, Willy Wonka, where he just did Willy Wonka and became a vet. Yep. Like, fuck it. Yep. His parents were like, "No, nah, I'm good," and he became a vet, uh, a vet out in Colorado or something like that. That's it. That's all he did. Well, I mean, back kind of back to the Michael Jackson thing, and, and Derek, what you said too with uh, with you know R. Kelly being an easier person to to quote unquote cancel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, uh, um, I. It, it's true. It's just the truth. I don't really care about R. Kelly. I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I mean, I his songs when I was a kid. Like I can't even think of Ignition without thinking about Dave Chappelle's skit about I'm gonna pee. So like, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's very easy to brush him off. But like with Michael Jackson, he's ingrained in our like DNA, man. Like he yeah, musically, musically. Like if you ask, like Tomas, if you ask your kids who Michael Jackson is, do they know who he is? In a heartbeat. See, that's you know, what I'm talking like, about, man. Like he's now, not even like, alive anymore. Yeah, he's not nowadays alive. it's 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 tough. It's it's that's the the question you're gonna get with most of these kids is like, what's the first Michael Jackson you heard song you heard? And for my daughter, it's different because my wife is a huge Michael Jackson fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a huge. I mean, no lie. Like my wife, if Michael Jackson was alive today, she would probably be those. And I always make fun of her, but she'd probably be those stupid people you see in the videos. Just screaming and, and then passing out. Yeah. <laughs> screaming and passing out. Yeah, uh, and it's just a constant, it's a constant cycle uh, of screams and passing out. Uh, and that's her. So, so what do you think you think what your oldest knows what? Man in the mirror instead of No, 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 no. What she knows what she knows, and, and, and it's and it's all because and this is my fault. What she knows is ABC because of uh, Guards of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, all day. Why not? Well, but either you know way, I mean? that's the point that I'm making, though. Like, there's, yeah. like, I asked this is this conversation's come up quite a lot for me for some reason. But I've talked to my wife about this, who's a teacher and she teaches fourth graders. And I said, do you do you think your kids know who Michael Jackson is? Yes. How do these kids know who Michael Jackson is? It's because it's he's just, ingrained in like American DNA in the man. culture. It's, it's yeah. just it's the same, he's a big part just, of it, you know. It's the same thing that those kids in fourth grade know who Elvis Presley is. Yeah. They know who you know. If you you always have every twenty you think they know or so who Elvis years. Presley is. I don't know, man. I don't. I think that might be less likely. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. Because if if you start going through music, they're gonna be like, oh, I've heard that song before. Eventually, Maybe. you're that gonna get to something. You know, like it's like those YouTube videos. Have you seen some of those YouTube videos where they? have kids listen to music from like back in the day that the parents listened to like they i had they had uh one time they had some uh some some you know they had some some kids listen to like nirvana and the kids were like what is that that's really good and then what's yeah, funny you don't that hear my, grunge metal anymore then, dude <laughs> i know i know and then my 11 year old no lie my 11 year old 
was in her room. And she's now turning to the age where we all were the same age. We all want to go to our room and just fucking stay there and listen to the music and read and do our shit. Leave me you know, alone. She's got, yeah, I she's getting that she's, age. I'm still she's there. Get, <laughs> you she's arrogant to be son that. of a bitch. <laughs> she's, getting to be, she's getting to be in that stage. And so then I'm like, you know, and she has, you know, all the all my kids are on my, you know, uh, Apple Music family account. And I'm looking at my recently played. I'm like, I didn't fucking listen to Nirvana Essentials. Who the fuck <laughs> listened to Nirvana Essentials? And I call my daughter. I go, I go, were you listening? To-? She's like, oh, yeah, I was I had heard some song from them the other day. It looked like smells like teen spirit or something. And yeah. I one listen and I liked some of their songs. I'm like, I, 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 I had to step away. <laughs> I was having a heart attack. I was like, what the fuck happened just now? Yeah. Like, how old am I? Where my daughter is now <laughs> listening to fucking Nirvana in her room on her fucking Alexa. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just, you know, it's just, but it's just a weird thing. But man. here's, here's another situation. question though. Like with Michael Jackson, it's going to be a four hour podcast. I know, but, but sorry. <laughs> so we can, we can end it after this. I, I promise. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to talk about the movie. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go but ahead. with, with Michael Jackson, yeah, he's ingrained in our DNA. He's a part of like American culture, whether we whether you like it or not. But even with that being said, let's say we find out these allegations are a hundred percent true. What do you do? That's the thing, man. It's tough. I don't know. I hope he's dead now. There's nothing we can do. All we have is like statements from do people. Do you stop and listening who... to his music? That's the question. I honestly I haven't. I know. Whenever I it comes on, I, I still watch stopped, it. I, still I haven't listen. stopped listening to his music because I, I don't know if it's it. true or false. What I happened? I don't. I don't. I don't go out of my way to listen to it. But if it's there and it comes on, I continue to. listen I'm grooving. To it. I get it. But the question yeah. is: like, Let's find out. You find out tomorrow, or even right now. I'm telling you, news just in. Allega- we have DNA evidence. This is this is real and true. Do you stop listening to Michael Jackson? It's hard. It's going to be tough, but more than I will have to say, and this is what's going to suck. I don't know if I will. I don't know. I can't say yes or no. It's going to be tough to say yes to that and not listen to it. I appreciate that honesty. It's because it's it's part of my culture. Now, granted, I feel terrible saying that because if it was my child, I would be like fucking just torn up about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I will. I, I mean, my honestly, an honest answer is I don't. No. Yeah, yeah. Because Derek? it's just okay. So this one is. You were born in 1990, so it's easy for you. This is real easy for me. <laughs> 89. Um, I absolutely, yeah, I I cut it out of my music listening. Um, but I don't think it's fair to for for me to for it to be, sound as easy for me as it is without me explaining. I, I own I don't listen to the radio, period, ever. I don't watch live TV, so I don't know what newest commercials are popular right now, right? I am entirely digital. I've cut the cord. I am Netflix and YouTube and everything else over there, right? And so I when I listen to music, I quite literally intentionally try to find music I've never heard before. I'm I'm to the point now where I don't want to listen to the same song twice unless it is phenomenal. So I'm constantly listening to stuff that I've never heard before. I don't listen to a lot of stuff that I know I love, but, and and don't go back to right now. Here's the thing is, is I'm still going to enjoy his music. If somebody inadvertently plays it while I'm at a restaurant, I will love that song. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And that's the thing that I don't think I can, I can, I can't choose to, to like or dislike it. That's the thing. I, I, that, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. I would, I probably won't go out of my way to play his music, but if it's there, then I, it's, it's like, I don't know if it's a way to be half-assed about it. I can't, I can't choose to like or not like that song. You so that's it, Derek shared the same sentiment that where I'm coming from. I no longer will support Michael Jackson. I will no longer yeah. stream his music. No, I feel very confident that I would no longer stream his music. I have. I will no longer, you know, stream Moonwalker the movie. That's so bad, but so awesome because he's a kid who loved it. <laughs> I will no longer do that. But, Is that because you're a smooth criminal? Yes, but <laughs> but as far as but as far as if a Michael Jackson song comes on at a at like a a restaurant, like you said, or 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 a, a freaking elevator or a party, sure, I it's going to evoke a visceral emotion inside of me because a his positive songs, feeling, yes, right? his songs are connected to only happiness for me. So. But because of that, that's kind of a, that that's that's like a morning stay for me because I'm no longer going to go out of my way to seek that out because mm-hmm. I can't get behind it. You know, I just can't get behind it. But as far as in enjoying his music, like you said, that probably will never go away. That was that was rough for my wife because let me tell you, man, she has every. I mean, she has off the wall. LP. It's a great. I have it. that LP too. It's a great album. It's an amazing. I mean, she album. and and she has the DVDs. She has the uh, the history DVDs. She, I mean, the CDs. She has the that huge box set of all the CDs. I mean, she has that that one where it was like an all white cover with him in the smooth criminal outfit, yes. like the silhouette. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And so she has that. So I mean, that's how big of a fan she was. I mean, she was gonna go to New York for that Times Square concert. Where it was the Jackson Fives, NSYNC, and Britney Spears. Yep. She was gonna go back in two thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh I mean, gosh. Derek wouldn't remember this, but yeah, but yeah, yeah I remember cool. where I was in two thousand. <laughs> yeah, you were what? So in you first were like grade. First in third grade. Second grade. Ten, he was ten years old. Third, yeah. ten grade. Oh, that'd been like grade, the seventh grade. grade then. <laughs> no, no, it's third grade. It's third grade, bro. Anyways, but yeah, no, I mean, she was gonna go, but she didn't get a chance to. But I mean, that was the thing. She was like I said, she's the chick who would fucking you'd see on video who would faint yeah, yeah. and just disappear in the crowd and get trampled. Yeah. And so you know, I mean, like, I mean, that's just that was just her. And I mean. For me, I mean, it was always good, but um, it's it's tough to 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 make that change, man. And tough, like I wouldn't, I'm not gonna go out of my way to play the music. But like you said, if it shows up and it comes in, it's just it's kind of like a happiness, but a sadness because this is like if this is true, this fucking dude was a fucking dirtbag. Yeah, I know that's the part that's hard and like kills you. Everything inside me doesn't want to believe it, and everything inside me is happy that I don't know for sure. Because yeah. if I knew for sure, then I know like I'm cutting out a big part of like my childhood. My childhood, and you know I'm half black, and black people. He's a big deal to black people. Okay, he's a huge deal to the African American right. culture. Okay, and like I said, it's like ingrained in me to love this guy. So I hope like. If it does come out that he's true, that like I will be able to snip that, cut that off as quickly as I can because I can't get behind it. Period. Yeah, for real. All right. So anyway, yeah. Uh, I just totally sorry, like, sorry for that. Here. Yeah, no. Okay, so if if Michael Jackson is the ingrained prodigy for a lot of African or Black people, 
that's the same thing that Selena is for all of Mexican yes. Tex-Mex people. It's a big I deal. Know, I had not even considered those two in the same. Yeah, Selena's name. a big deal for the Latinas, you know, yeah. the Latinos, you know. Yeah. Like that's, it's a, well, like I always knew Selena yeah, was dude. that, right? That relationship for her and her culture has always been a thing. I had never considered the concept of Michael Jackson for mm-hmm. his culture and yeah. his, 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 you know, his uh, uh, ethnicity, yeah, you know, no, demographic no. or whatever. He, he was universally the same loved, thing, so the same it gets thing easy to forget. Stephane. But yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the same Huge thing with deal. Gloria Stefan. You know what I mean? Like she was a you could you can consider her the first crossover artist because she was first Spanish Miami, and then she Miami, became English. You Miami know what I mean? Sound so, Machine, like come on, Miami Sound Machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I mean, all those all those things, and it's just it's it's one of those crazy things, man. It's just shit that happens once in a lifetime, dude. Once every 10, 12 years, dude. It's just it's crazy. It's crazy. Ten All right, so let's go ahead and get started on that. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Bro, we went on this whole diatribe for like 20 minutes. Sorry, guys. Just, it did not turn out that way. It's what apologize, guys, but I think it was a good conversation, so I love it, man. It's, that, that's that's why I want to have LaBeouf this and ended here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to go ahead and get back on track. So as we said before, this is episode 23. We are talking about the Wrath of Khan. Now, I understand that it's Star Trek 2 is the name, Wrath of Khan. But we did this before with uh, Return of the Jedi. Thank you, Derek, for giving me the in. It was no. precedent. You know that doesn't – that's not <laughs> it, right? Like the yeah, movie is. is actually titled Return of the Jedi. It doesn't no, it's start Star with Star Wars. Wars. It's Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Whatever. So because of that reason, I I found that it was precedent. Uh, and, and, and my lawyers will say this is the, this is the case. Um, so I went with Wrath of Khan. Okay, and that's the W for the week. And we saw Star Trek Two. Now, <laughs> now, fortunately, you know, I know that Eric is a cinephile, and I get it. But this is actually probably the of the of the the original series Star Trek people. This is like the best one out of all of them. And granted, it's not amazing, but it's actually pretty damn good. You've just convinced and him to never watch any other Star Trek I know movie. that. Because if that. this is although, the best one, he's like, I'm not going back. This isn't, and honestly, that's, this isn't uh, even my favorite. That's very true. This isn't true. even my favorite. This isn't even my favorite. My favorite Star Trek movie of the original series is actually Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. I no. love no. that fucking movie. No. I love that movie. Uh, it's amazing. That's but not even anyways, the movie we're talking about. Okay. I know. Okay, going back to Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan is a motion picture that came out in 1982. Okay, it's directed by a guy named Nicholas Meyer, who also directed Star Trek VI: Undiscovered Country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why he likes it so much. He, he actually wrote and directed both movies straight up. Not even gonna lie. It stars, of course, the national treasure. William Shatner and the global treasure Ricardo Montalban. The oh guy, gosh. I love him, dude. He is like his voice is just gold. It's just gold. I mean, so okay, so you're not going to bring up like Leonard Nimoy or George Takei. Kirstie Alley. I haven't even gotten that far, dude. You guys, let me just. I mean, the first two people. So there's there's of course Kirstie Alley, of course, in her first movie apparently, because and introducing Kirstie Alley uh, before she became this weird uh, fucking right wing extremist, and then. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that took a left turn. Yeah, it did. I guess it was a right turn. <laughs> there you go. Zing. Got him good. Got okay. him good, Derek. Move it on. There you go. On. And then, of course, Leonard Nimoy, and of course, the cast of the original series. I mean, just fantastic. So, 
All right, so FYI, all right, if you haven't seen the motion picture, and I'm going to go ahead and give a name drop to my favorite Trekkie. is a boy that I knew in high school. His name was Enrique Mesa. He is a, a lawyer up in New Hampshire, an immigration lawyer, doing the Lord's work up in, in as far as an immigration law up in New Hampshire. So, Enrique, I love you, brother. Um, <laughs> what a weird but- tribute. <laughs> I know, I know. I love that guy. He's a, he was the biggest, he was like the Trekkie in high school kid. And it was just like, he was great. He was great. He's always been one. He's still one. He has photos on Facebook of him with William Shatner at different cons. All right, look, anyone listening, don't look this guy up. He's no. living his life. Leave him alone. Yes, leave him alone. But he's he's an immigration lawyer. Like I said, he's doing the Lord's work. I'd also, I'd Lord's also work. like to add, don't watch this movie. That's another thing. <laughs> no, I say watch the movie, but we'll get to that. So the motion picture is actually... Funny enough, this movie is the second part to a series uh, of the motion pictures, which the first movie didn't do that great. This movie actually did better than the first one. And why they made had to make a second one, I have no idea. The special effects are not that fantastic. But they went super deep cut on a single episode from the first season of the original series with a character that was played by Ricardo Montalban once. It was in episode 22. I, I looked into this. Episode 22 Wait, what, of the what, first season. What are you season. even talking about right now? There was I'm talking episode, about the character Khan. The character Khan. Yeah. The Star Trek, oh the original series. I mean, we're going deep cut here, baby. That's what I'm going to do. Because you know why? Because of my friend Enrique. I'm going to go deep cut. Because <laughs> Enrique. So, <laughs> Word up, Enrique. Like, not just Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Mesa. Thanks, thanks so, for ruining my Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the character he plays is a character by the name of Khan Noonan Singh. He apparently was a genetically enhanced human from the year 1996. <laughs> yeah. So this is how it's going to be in this episode, people. And it was apparently it was some type of weird eugenics wars that were happening during that time period. This is in that episode. You guys didn't, oh, didn't say God. it. But in any way, shape or form, they were in stasis. They got out of stasis on the show. Uh, hijinks ensues. And, of course, Kirk maroons them on some planet. Now, fast forward. We're talking 15 years, 20 years, whatever. 15 years. 15 years? 15 years. Um, in the movie. 15 years. It's 15 years, yeah. And and we find out that the maroon, the life, the, the planet they were marooned on was a, uh, a planet called Seti Alpha 5. But Seti Alpha 6 exploded and knocked it out of orbit <laughs> and be- and the planet Ugh. became a desolate wasteland because okay. this, is, uh, this is why I love Star Trek by the way because they they say some crazy shit and they just go with it but in any way shape or form it was in 1982 what I consider probably the second best summer of motion pictures oh the summer of 1982 oh my and, God. this and- is the longest <laughs> yeah okay sorry, sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're gonna go ahead because it's my movie. I'm gonna go ahead and just say the 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 the, the what's it called? The synopsis. With the assistance of the Enterprise crew, Admiral Kirk must stop an old nemesis, Khan Noonan Singh, from using the life generating Genesis device as the ultimate weapon. Boom! That's all I gotta say. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You you got you been taking a why breath in you, ten yeah, minutes, dude. Yeah, yeah. And why don't you, I got I, super excited at this point. You certainly did because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to pull away from any of this like childlike enthusiasm. So I want you it to. Was, I want you to give us a breakdown of what you thought about the film before we all right, start. All right, all right. Try so to keep breakdown, it within you know forty five minutes. 
<laughs> I will try. All right. So as far as the breakdown of the motion picture, I ain't gonna lie. It, this shit, this movie has its fucking faults. Not even gonna lie, and it has many of them. Like for a simple fact, the the scene when they put the the worms in the ears, <sighs> they keep cutting away to the face, <sighs> and it's so like TV like editing where it's like oh. Uh, uh, ah! and it's just like you can see the ears fake i'm like mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on dude like you guys had like a serious budget in 1982 to be able to do something like this i mean their budget was what the fuck was their budget let me just look for that i got yeah, 11 like to, million like dollars 11, 11, million, dollars. 11, 11 million, million in 1982 in was like 400 million today <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, in their opening weekend, they made $14.3 million. Their opening oh fucking God. weekend. That's what by movies the way, cost $2 to go to, by the way. By the way, by the way. They by the killed way. it. As by the one way, guy who's seen it four times, just like you and FYI, <laughs> FYI, it came out on my birthday, June 6th, 1982. Damn. Boom. Nice. I was three years old at that point. I wasn't. So, no, and, and its worldwide gross was $78.9 million. That movie made money, bro. Money, bro. I ain't gonna lie. The money. Money, <laughs> for real. Like, no joke. Yeah. All joking aside, with a budget of 11 million and you make 78, you, I mean, it's like hand over fist. Like, I think it's, that's a blockbuster in, in any way, shape, or form. But yes. They definitely had some major issues with the motion picture. Like, I mean, let's go ahead and just case in point, Khan and all his cronies, they look like fucking rejects from an 80s hairband. I mean, they're all blonde. Is that, I mean, what is that? What does that say? Where, where, okay, so Ricardo Montalban is Latino. That sounds like some Hitler level shit, dude. For real. But what's funny is that Ricardo Montalban is, you know, he's, He's he's Latin. I, I don't even know where he's from originally, but he's Latin. And then you have the rest of his people are all literally like fucking Hitler youth. They're all white, blue-eyed with blonde hair. But what's funny is that if you listen to oh, so Mexico City, so he's a Mexican. So if you watch the original episode, because I went deep, bro. I went deep. I went like fucking elbow knuckles deep. And if you watch the original episode. They're supposedly supposed to be like Hindi, not even kidding, because they were during the eugenics wars. They were extreme warriors, so so they they were that level in that show where you know they had different people and different genes, and they were all gonna. It's crazy. It's just dumb, but to make him be blonde. And with the other people be blonde, it just it was a weird set now that I, in retrospect, right. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. why just, you know, on the show he had literally, he was super tan with jet black hair, jet black hair. But then on the movie, he's blonde with, with a tan because well, it's Ricardo Montalban. This is also a different time in film when, you know, there wasn't, you know, uh, racial inclusivity wasn't a big deal to them at all. We're in a completely different time. You know, you got to think of, and I think Star Trek, by the way, was the first television show to show a white man kiss a black woman. Is that yeah, that was, that was the that? original series? Yeah. Yep. Am I correct on that? That was yes, a, it was. a mind. It was. Of, of, it was. Of, yeah. That blew yeah, the original series. Mind. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Right. So, I mean, I'll give them credit for doing that progressively. And then, so and then I'll, with I'll, with with, with Kirk with Kirk Chris. having sex with the green with the green alien, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by the way, um, 
And then with uh, eleven Kirk million having, dollars, and then with and with Kirk having, and then with Kirk having sex with the green alien was the first time a a, a, a a Caucasian male had sex with anyone other than other color. Oh wow! So in nineteen eighty two, eleven million sex, dollars was, was actually thirty million dollars. Whatever, bro. Okay, you always got to prove me wrong. Wait, what's seventy eight million dollars? What's seventy eight million dollars in in nowadays time? Uh, <laughs> you arrogant bastard, motherfucker! God, you always <laughs> million dollars. Jeez, it seventy eight yeah, translates bro. to two hundred and sixteen. That's a that's a blockbuster. Damn, it's a blockbuster, dude. That's that's a blockbuster by all means is the word, dude, bro. But yeah, no. So I mean, I mean, it's it's there. I mean, there's certainly a lot of different things, and we'll talk about it. What was cool was like now there was something that I thought was kind of kind of like. Kind of cool was that every time they add, they they reference to Kirstie character, which of course was female in every sense of the word, and they would. But whenever they talked to her as a as a command officer, they called her Mister Savick, even though she was a female. I did not. They know. referenced her. Yeah, they referenced her as Mister Savick because she was in a command role. They referenced her as Mister Savick. Now I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I thought it was kind of cool. You know, they met. They just kept calling her Mister Savick. I thought it, I, it caught me off guard the same way. I guess I, I don't know if that's just like military terminology. I, 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 exactly. That was the same way. But um, it, it caught me off guard. I did notice it, but it wasn't tremendously like out of place. It didn't like it threw me off for like a 10 second period. And then after that, I was back into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. you know? I don't know how I missed that. I did not notice that at all. I know it was strange. And, and they do it throughout the whole movie. And you're just there, and you keep hearing it, and it's not like it takes with the movie; it doesn't at all. But it's just kind of a kind of a crazy kind of little thing that they throw in there sometimes. And you're just like, Mister, they, they're calling her Mister Savvy, even though we all know she's female. They make references. I mean, there's a a very awkward and inappropriate scene where they're in the elevator. Yeah, they have very serious sexual tension, and it's yeah. very weird. Between Kirk and Kirk is a fucking horn dog. Yeah, we dude. all know he's a fucking horn dog. I feel like he is definitely a pervert, and he has oh, 100 percent. Like I feel like if he was a real character around today, he would be in jail for sexual assault. But yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, he's, I like the, like, he's like he's like the O face guy from fucking Office. Yeah, like oh, you know, oh. The, most <laughs> the most inappropriate boss of all time. <laughs> so I'm sure there's at s- somewhere someone out there is a is a Trekkie enough to have this exact answer and know exactly what we're missing here. I'm I, my first guess was like, well, what if? Because we know that she was another species, right? She's not she's, she's not Vulcan. human, right? She's Vulcan. Well, no, they didn't specifically say that either. She looks she, like no, but she is. She's a Vulcan, dude. She's Vulcan because her ears. and yeah, no, not just no. She could have been a Romulan, but no, she's a Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm, me and Love, me and Derek got a whole other dark level. Yeah. But, but, but no, but no. She's a she's a Vulcan, and she because her and Spock speak Vulcan, so she's a Vulcan. She's a but, Vulcan. But they okay. Starfleet. I get that, but they didn't explicitly say that she is Vulcan. But she is. And so my thought was, what if whatever species she is, the male is what we see as female, you know, with breasts and long hair and curvaceous hips. Maybe they're male of that species 
is very similar to heart, whatever. It doesn't matter. Moving on. I, I don't know. I don't know per se, but it's just, you know, like that scene in the elevator clearly means, clearly shows that she's a female. Opposite sex of Kirk. Whatever the exactly. sex is, it's, it's whatever they were into. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 I don't even know. Maybe Kirk's fucking pansexual. He'll That's fuck anything true. in the hole. We don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, if if there's a if, if for him is like any port in the storm. But I mean, I mean, but that one scene. I mean, there's. I mean, if you watch the movie, if you watch the scene, I'm watching it, and and I see him looking at her, and then all of a sudden he like sizes her up. Yep. In her getup. Super inappropriate. That's. I mean, I was just like. That is a workplace harassment that? suit. For real. Right away. Yes, like I mean, that was and that was like the first two minutes of the movie. I mean, he's he's literally on the he's literally on the ship for ten minutes, and he's alone with her in an elevator, and right in front of her face, she sees it. He looks her up and fucking down. He's like, "Have you done?" He looks her up, and then he says, "Have you done something with your hair?" Like, I mean, what the fuck are you doing, bro? And another thing about it too is like, she's like to me, I'm just like, you're a Vulcan, right? If you're like along the lines of like you know spock i feel like she should like she was like affected by his gazes like in a positive way she was kind of like he was feeling it bro it wasn't like it wasn't like a oh i'm being coy it was like okay i'm I'm down with this what's happening here (laughs) and i was i would be honest man i was offended i was I was uncomfortable. I was yeah, like, I was offended. I was like, if that was my daughter. I'd be like, motherfucker. I'd be, yeah. I'd be like, I was like, where's Spock? Isn't Spock? I feel like Spock's her <laughs> uncle could come in and be like, yo, Kirk, you're being a this real is not logical. right now. This is my, hey. this is my niece. Okay. So is this, is this just the product of that era? <laughs> mm. That's a good question. Maybe. A hundred percent, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's I think a good it's question. I think I think it's a product of the era because we're talking, you know. Because I mean, we everyone knows I mean, that James he Bond was, was the same way, a weird that's fucking true. dude, and he just that's true. Yeah, it's true. No, yeah, a hundred percent. I feel like one hundred percent. I mean, let's see. Like, I'm just looking now. In the he is. There's, there's something creepy about him. I, I'm sorry. Like, there's something very. I mean, creepy about captain kirk and i just felt uncomfortable when he was eyeing eyeing her down like that in the in the elevator and i don't man I just, i'm sorry I, i'm i'm gonna be honest <laughs> film got under my skin a couple times <laughs> so now i'm just getting mad at everything about it so, so maybe I, that maybe that's a credit to the film huh no <laughs> it's not that kind of under the skin Words not stop. like not like Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> no, that's a complete. They, oh, that, dude, they did. Dude, they did their job dude. in that film. Yeah, yeah. That movie was amazing. I don't even know what you're talking. You have this thing with that movie, bro. I don't get what you're seeing in that movie. You don't it's, like it's, it's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. Like Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> Wait, time okay. No, no, no. Derek stop hates the it. Phone. Stop the lines. Pause the podcast. <laughs> you don't like fucking fucking stop the presses. Stop the presses. He hates that movie, dude. Oh God. Okay, Listen, guys, it was a good run. I gotta go. Here's here's the deal. Out, here's the deal. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't play games with peasants. <laughs> <laughs> There's there are some movies that like Requiem for a Dream or like The Fountain or like um gosh, there's Fountain so, is amazing. There are movies it's so underrated that are. I like The Fountain too. Here's there's I see these films as both having the same problem, same, but same from director. Different. You realize that, right? <laughs> 
Okay, we know we're talking about the same guy. Okay, good. Okay, so (laughs) these two films have the same problem, but from different origins, okay? Both of them don't sound fun, okay? You watch them, it's not enjoyable, okay? I'm not left with an emotion that I care to keep, okay? And so Requiem for a Dream, depressing as fuck. If you feel like killing yourself, it's probably a jump start. Why not watch that, okay? (laughs) So... I, I'm not, I'm not, and okay, in all seriousness, get help, call there's suicide help, uh, helplines, please. Y- you, we want you here. Anyway, the thing is, that movie did not leave me with a positive feeling. And there are movies that, uh, frankly, there's, uh, gosh, Anohana. Anohana is an anime I recommended a few episodes back. Oh, here it, we go. Hold on. <laughs> Anohana is like a 10 or 12 episode um, TV series, short episodes, incredible. I bawled my eyes out the entire show. It was incredible. It was gut wrenching. There was emotion and heart and all these bonding and all these different things. Incredible show. I left that show feeling sad and upset and it felt good. Okay. Requiem for a dream really made me want to spoon my eyeballs out of my eye sockets. It was just terrible. (laughs) Well, Derek, don't you think the film served its purpose then? No, that's the point. It nope. didn't, I didn't, I had no reason. I only wanted to tell people to not see that movie. Don't go and see it. Don't there waste is. your money. Why right. though? Right. Oh gosh, I wish we had this episode was about Requiem for Dream. Cause I, <laughs> maybe, maybe, when we like get to our, maybe when we get to R, whoever gets it, if it's not Derek, I think we should pick Oh Requiem man, Derek, we're going to talk about this offline because uh, right. I've got so much so, to say. <laughs> all right, but, but. All right, case in point. So yeah, going back to the motion picture because we're we're well over two hours into this fucking podcast, and we're going to start with the movie now. I know. Exactly. So so I mean, there that was just one scene. I mean, there's plenty, but but I mean, I could go on and on because honestly, like as far as Star Trek is concerned, I mean, I grew up watching Star Trek the original series with my grandfather. I mean, Star Trek always has a big place in my heart because I grew up. I'm not a fucking Trekkie by no means. I enjoy. Uh, I beg to differ. Hey, you just said no, 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 and no. Romulan listen, or whatever it was. Listen, Romulan. listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen bro, Romulan, yes, Romulan. Oh dude, my god, bro, you're a Trekkie, bro. Listen, you're, listen, bro, I, you're a Trekkie. I, I'm not like super deep like some people, but I do enjoy the universe, the Star Trek universe. I watch shows. I enjoy the social aspects of the shows and the social it commentary like that they bring to me. Fuck you, bro. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you, you sound like you want to be a Trekkie, but yeah, you bro, won't accept no, it. I, I don't. You I, yeah, I am putting on the fucking ears, bro. You don't have to put on the ears to be a Trekkie, you don't bro. Have to be, I, you don't have I, you to be what? incredible. You know, what? you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going home. You know what? You're, Fuck you. It's okay. Anyways, I like if you're a I, You know what? You know what? I'm going to stand by it. I, I honestly love this movie. I've always liked this movie. I like all the movies. I don't give a shit how bad they are. I mean, I even like fucking uh, Star Trek IV The Voyage Home, which is the worst that of all the of them. the worst one. <laughs> it's the worst. And I will sit and watch it if it's on TV. But Are we coming up Eric, on this 45 minutes? Is that yeah, the end bro, of Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric. Yes, sir. I want to hear what you thought because this is not really your cup of tea you're more of a like taxi driver <laughs> you're, more, <laughs> you're more of a uh, straight you know like you want to be like into like into like bernardo bernalucci yes, that's me you know yes, what, that's my style what what, really what, what I'm let's, let's talk about once upon a time in the west to break up the sci-fi you know? a little bit because everything <laughs> we watched is sci-fi <laughs> You know, I mean, you want to watch, you want to say, hey, you know, I want to watch Once Upon a Time in the West, even though it had 20 pages of script. 
and it was all just oh looks and okay. bad acting. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, dude. Go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Honestly, I want to. I want to hear more than anything what you have to say, and I want to hear Derek. Okay, Derek okay. but Tomas, to hear it, you got to shut. I'm gonna up. shut the fuck up. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I'm gonna mute myself just for that okay. fact. <laughs> So I have notes. I'm going to go through all of them. So um, <laughs> it's like three. Watch. <laughs> no, there's like seven. <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm gonna, I'm interested because I I actually enjoy this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad two of us did. So um, <laughs> first note: worst acting ever. Period. <laughs> Yeah, there's, um, there's a couple bad cheesy. ones. There's a couple very bad ones cheesy. in there. It's outrage it's a very is bad, cheesy. and I'm okay with bad. Act- and there's a part of me that feels like that's part of the uh, essence of the show. So I'm not, I'm not gonna count that as like a, a peg against the movie because that is just part of what Star Trek is. And by the way, before I go into this, I love the fact that Tomas is an, a closeted Trekkie. I love that. <laughs> I love that there's Trekkies out there. I love that you're into what you're into. So by no means am I hating on your game. I love the <laughs> fact that you love this, but it's just not my cup of tea. So we're going to talk about why. Anyway, and uh, that's the beauty of this podcast. Yeah, so I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> so the next note that I have here is very important to me because it's one of the first things I noticed. So there's a character named Chekhov. a very northern european russian name and he himself is clearly hispanic let's start off with that (laughs) he's he's as i I think he's of polish descent but yes his name's walter kane well his character is hispanic okay like did you hear him speak am i wrong his accent was hispanic af but he's but he's supposed to be Russian. Well, he they did a terrible job with his accent. Okay, every 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 time he says a V, it's a W. It's by the way. he sounds like he is from I don't know Puerto Rico, Spain. <laughs> I, I, he has a very, very Latino accent, and his name is Chekhov. But when they refer to him in the film, they refer to him as Jackoff. <laughs> I, all I heard was Jack I think that's what you heard. I think that's what you that's heard. All I heard is Jack off. Jack off. And they say his name over and over and over again to the point where I was just laughing every time they said his name. <laughs> oh, you know what was funny? What, what really was funny was the scene no. when they went yep. when they got to regular when they got to regular they got to regular no, 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 no. when they got to regular one and the doctor is telling Kirk that the guy's his son and then Chekhov is just on the on his like fucking deathbed with the fucking thing over his ear. I'm like, this is such an awkward moment for him to be listening to this family drama. And he's like in so much pain. Well, his name, is, his name is Jack off. But besides Jack that, off, sorry. that, that's actually, that leads me into, I'll, I'll take, I'll accept your, your, uh, your aside there, because that brings me to the next, to the next uh, note. God. And it's, the note says Kirk has a son question mark explanation mark question mark explanation mark <laughs> what like where like to me this this comes out of completely left field like to me like I as someone who doesn't watch Star Trek there's zero backstory there's, it no doesn't push the story forward there's nothing to the story they like mention this is your kid. <laughs> 
had a one night stand with this chick, and now you got a son who's like Dude. again a blonde haired blue eyed Greek goddess god, sorry, <laughs> Greek god who, who lives wherever they live in the universe, and then yeah. we never talk about it ever again. So um, that was that was my <laughs> note there. The, uh, the next- no, 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 and, and if, if if it's funny as a closet trekkie and Derek probably understands this more than you is that based on the character who he is the question that you have to ask is you know how did he not know he had the son the question is how many fucking kids does he have yeah. oh yeah because dude, oh yeah dude he sleeps his way and through the entire original series he seems to be okay with not caring about like i mean like he, he had like a very very slight reaction to having a son yeah he's like oh i guess it's <laughs> yeah, like, like i guess biggest- his biggest perturbment was he broke his glasses and he yeah. couldn't read his book. Like, I, I mean, I've fucking spread my seed all over this fucking galaxy. You're lucky that there's one that knows me. That's you know? which I'm glad you said that about his glasses because that brings me to the next thing. So, when I when I watch films, I watch them hard. So um, I do uh, I do notice how hard, oh, very how hard. very hard. <laughs> oh my God. Fully, fully torqued. So, um, oh, toit, toit. Um, when I watch it, like I'm watching it, and it's, it's, it, I think I might have told you guys about this. Sometimes it takes me a second time to watch a movie to truly enjoy it. Cause the first time I'm like, you watched really this twice? It. No, I did not. There's certain films I need to watch twice, <laughs> not this one. So, um, but. I noticed there was a lot of continuity areas, which is not a big deal. That happens a lot in films as far as editing is concerned. But there were some like really blatant ones. And there was this one in particular where he's <laughs> in the hallway with his son and his like, I don't know, baby mama. And they're talking about like getting food. And there's a shot that's a close up on on Kirk's face. And he's literally putting his glasses on saying something. And the next shot is a wide shot of all of them in the hallway and he's got no glasses to be found anywhere. Even in the air, <laughs> not on the floor. There's no glasses at all. And that was just really distracting to me. But there was a bunch of other ones, but that one was just really funny. And then the- like, there was a like, I have one for that that aspect. Like there's a scene in the movie when the when the when the the uh, the reliant is getting attacked by by the Enterprise, and then like the 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 bridge is like a complete fucking disarray. There's cables hanging down, and then there's a dude hanging down from the top. I'm like, where the fuck was that guy? Like, where did he just show up? And all of a sudden, he just some random guy is hanging through the cables from on top of where the captain's chair is, just hanging down, dead. Well, I mean, like, what the fuck? Yeah, was but then that? he's not in the next scene, and yeah, he's like, gone. <laughs> like the guy must have been shit. I don't know. Did he get did the stunt dude just get tired of being upside down for too he's long? He's just some or? crazy. Ass, he's just some you know shitty ass red shirt. That's all he was. <laughs> oh gosh, the red shirts. <laughs> okay, so um, Eric, give me the next one. My next note is so, um, what is in this. We kind of briefly talked about before, but I have a little bit more uh, detail in this note. What is the weird tension between Kirk and Kirstie Alley's character at the at that point? I didn't realize her name was Savick. Um, that doesn't seem to ever develop at all. Like, uh, yep. they just have a sexual tension that's there in almost every piece line of dialogue that's exchanged between them, but goes absolutely nowhere. Just, just it's, has nothing to do. It's with the as- it's the aspect that fucking Kirk is a goddamn horn dog, and it's every port in the storm, he, and he just he's Kirk was given 
like looky look at the girl that already gave him a son. Like he was re- ready to revisit his old stomping grounds. I mean, I mean, and and Savick is just something that's there, and she seems like somebody who it's kind of like I don't know if this is the case. I'm not going to say this is the case, but for a certain degree, you could see that Savick was kind of into him as well to a certain degree. Like she was in this whole like kind of like this weird kind of thing because he's an admiral kind of thing. Do, do, are you following I feel, me? Like I feel, I don't even know if it was almost it just because of the power. I feel like she was just kind of into him, but I think the power plays a role into it. The power dynamic yeah. was something that was there and she was just trying to figure it out. And, 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 and I think she liked like it, it's, this is horrible to think, but just the way it was portrayed in the motion picture. And I would fucking kill my daughter. If I saw her portraying it like this in the movie, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But but the way it was portrayed in the movie, and you just kind of wonder, is like, did they really play this where he was just being a horn dog, and she was going after it, you know? And it's just, oh god, it's again, just, it's, it's just that, that's a product of the time. It's a yeah, time. it's true because you can't, you you don't. I don't think we should be doing that today in film. I'm totally fine. Uh, strong female characters, a hundred percent. But it's just it, it when I'm watching that. Like now and watching the film and seeing like pretty much this like chauvinistic like white guy, pretty looking yeah. white guy in a movie who's just slaying Poon throughout the universe. Like it just to me is not I'm just not interested. It's it's almost more comical than it is seriously. It is. So it like is, to me is. to have that in. Well, they did it again in the next TV series. <laughs> Riker was the same way. He did. He did. It's true, right? But that one was just the psychiatrist. He just fucked the psychiatrist. <laughs> and, so, and every other alien race he came across. Did he? I don't dude, remember it. Yeah, all over it. All over all right, it, dude. Well, my next note here is... Uh, it's like Captain Jack Hotness. <laughs> no. From Doctor Who. Is, From Doctor Who. <laughs> all right, I'm going to continue with my notes. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Um... So it says, for Khan being such a badass, his crew his crew sure does question him a whole lot. Like Dude, they yes. don't like every move he makes, there's that one hit your Hitler youth kid that's like, Khan, not yes. a good idea. What are you doing? And Khan's like, <laughs> do it. Like, not like, hey, you question me again, I'm gonna rip your lungs out or something. Like he just questions and questions and questions and questions and oh, i think that was just lazy writing that's the the worst that's it's very lazy and khan doesn't seem to even mind that much like if i was khan i'd be like bro if you're gonna roll in my crew you're demoted top dog you can get the step i'm gonna put you into you know deep space you're on behind, bathroom bro. duty dude yeah so like to me i was like that doesn't make any sense and then it also my next note was i don't feel like Khan was that scary of a dude. Like I wasn't like scared of Khan. I at no point was I ever like, man, Khan might pull this one out and kill this, you know, the whole Star Trek crew that we're rooting for. Uh, he wasn't scary. Like I wasn't scared of his character. I didn't feel much wrath. Um, and that kind of made me upset. I was excited because I haven't seen Star Wars in a really <laughs> long time, and I thought to myself, Star Trek. Rat, sorry, Star Trek. <laughs> I thought to myself, Rat the Khan. <laughs> this is the best one. This is going to be a good experience. You haven't yeah. watched it in a long time. And I, I wasn't scared of him. There's Okay, so there's think, a, think, a thing that they missed out on with this character, or, or either the writing or the actor, um, where it didn't bring in 
a truly relatable maniacal villain. No. Right? Yeah. Not if, if you think about like some of the most, gosh, Heath Ledger in the dark Knight, mm-hmm. right. Um, that Joker was maniacal. Like that was somebody who it, it turned the villain thing on its head where a lot of people could understand and relate to not root for, but understand the villain. They were just bad for the sake of being bad. Yeah. You know, and then they did it again with the Joker and, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Right. It's funny. I've got those two names anyway. Um, those guys, another maniacal bad character. Right. And I think that's what they wanted Khan to be, but they didn't write it that way or the actor didn't portray it that way. And they got closer to it on the remake, um, which is, gosh, is that Star Trek Into Darkness? I don't know which one it is. Um, I think, gosh, now that I think about it, Tomas, isn't it, which one is the um, the remake with Benedict Cumberbatch? That's uh, Star Trek Beyond. Beyond, Okay. That one, they got a lot closer to us having a, a maniacal bad guy who really made sense and you got drawn into. But that, and, oh, Sorry, go ahead. I didn't want to catch you. Well, it, but they had to rewrite a bunch of other concepts for it. It was like, um, it, it was a different version of Kirk and he was like just starting off and all these other things. I mean, and, and they had this whole thing. And honestly, I, I, in my opinion, I think it wasn't that great. And it was the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Like, everyone knew that Bandit Cumberbatch was con. And he kept saying, no, I'm this character. It's like, no, dude, you're fucking con, bro. Well, well, the con, thing is, he, he's such a good actor. Yeah, anyway, he's great. But the thing is, like, when you were mentioning, you know, your, your Heath Ledger's and your Joaquin Phoenix Jokers, the difference between those guys and con here mainly has to do with the fact that I cared about those characters, not cared for them in the empathetic emotional uh, sense, except Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I did a little bit, but as far as I cared about what they were doing in the film, like I cared about every move they made. I cared about them so much that all I only cared about watching those scenes. Like when I go back and watch Mm. the dark Knight, I only really care about the Joker scenes because they're, it was that much of an impact, and he was that maniacal, like you said. He was one of the best villains that you've ever seen in a film. And when I look at Khan, I don't care about anything he's doing. Right, right. They, they didn't hit that mark. Yeah, they missed the mark there. So to me, that's a big that's a big miss, and that's one of the reasons why I had a hard time with the movie. Because I, I, I want to understand the bad guy, or at least fear him, or at least have some sort of emotion towards him. I had none. Um, and 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 I mean I'm and I think that part of that also is that you know this episode this movie sorry this movie really felt like like the TV show it really had the dramatic aspect of the TV show because he I mean they really hammed it up in this movie I mean it was soup and, and I guess that's for me that's part of the the. The, the glory they're doing the of fan it. service and all that. You know, they're doing a lot of fan service movie because I mean, he's, I mean, he's spouting like Shakespearean, you know, words and 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 dialogue at the end of the movie before he dies. You know, and like, oh, I smack at thee. You know what I mean? Like, like, it, like he's got this whole like Macbeth complex in the motion picture that everyone's out to fucking get him, and this is my last stand. I'm gonna fucking get. Kirk, no and matter what, and because you just, don't care about anything that's happening. Because you don't, because you don't care. Yeah. True, no, you're right. And, you know, you know, for all sorts of purposes, for all the beauty that I kind of see in this movie, 
I see what you're getting at. I mean, I understand what you mean. They didn't give us the backstory of the the villain for us to care. Develop your character. And that's the thing. If you're not going to develop your character, do it in a, make this guy interesting. So like, for instance, again, going back to Heath Heath Ledger's Joker, he wasn't developed in that, in the Dark Knight. You know, he didn't have his development. He was just so damn interesting and so damn important to the entire storyline and so damn awesome as a as a as a character in this in this film that it didn't even matter. Where when you watch the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, you're actually getting developed. You know, you're getting a development like what's going on with this guy, what's going on in this guy's head, which we don't even know if that's the real Joker, but either way, you know, you're you're watching this get developed so you care about it. With Khan, it was just this guy that's Hispanic. <laughs> and has blonde hair and a blue-eyed hit your Hitler youth yeah. crew. And so I I mean that was a big that was a big reason why I had a hard time with it. And again, I'm giving the, the film a break. This is the 80s. Things are different. Films are written differently. Um so I'm giving it a break, but I still had a really hard time with that because still films in the 80s did a good job of creating villains. There was ones that were out there that did that. Star Wars was already out. Yep. And that's another thing too. Like there was a lot of similarities between the two of those films like it to the point where it was like which one's ripping and, off which one here you know like and then and then and then you wonder like with star with star wars special effects and then you have the special effects in this movie which are super cheesy they're so bad in comparison to star wars it's just like really yeah really guys you really went back to tv budget style star, uh, special effects well my last note here is, and then we should kick it over to Derek to hear what he has to say. But my last note here said, Spock's death scene, dot, 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 um, <laughs> that was my note. Like, what? I, 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 man, what a, what a traumatic scene, a, a, a dramatic scene. Dude. And it was so, you know, supposed to be so pivotal and it really yeah. just very forgettable. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't. You know what's again, funny is that, and, and I don't know. If, I don't know if Derek knows this. I don't. Know if, yeah, no, I get it. And I, I don't know if Derek knows this, but in the original aspect of the script for the movie, like it was supposed to be Kirk that died. Mm. He was supposed to have died in the motion picture. Only and a I, real Trekkie would know that. So that's how it was in the original. <laughs> <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> Or somebody who knows motion picture history. So, it's on me, bro. It's on me. No, but yeah, no. It, that was that's that's uh, that's it, that was one of the things that that was one of the original like things was like, hey, he's gonna be the person dying. But then they thought, you know, it's just Kirk. Kirk's kind of like the main guy. We're not gonna have him die. The the studios were like, no, no, we're not gonna have the main character die. You know, mind you, there's three main characters in the show. It's him. Uh, it's Spock and it's Bones. Those are the yeah. three main characters of Star Wars, of Star Trek. By the way, I ain't gonna lie, my spirit animal is Bones. I no. love fucking Bones. No. He is no. in every version He's of awful. Star Trek. He is my favorite character. Which one is that? He's my favorite character. Like. Which the doctor. Oh, the doctor. He's yeah, the doctor. dude, he's the only character that I thought he's, was funny because he's such an asshole. Like throughout the whole entire movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you watch the new version with Carl Urban, Carl Urban plays Bones in the new Star Trek movies. 
he is fantastic in it because he's like the moral compass. He's like, he always calls out Kirk on all his bullshit, yeah. which is hilarious. And no one else does, but he's the one, what the fuck is your problem? Like, you know, you almost, he's the guy that, that's your friend that looks at you. You're like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's always been my favorite character in all the stories, but either way, I mean, it's just, I mean, well, Derek, Derek, your turn. Yeah, what do you think? Let's hear what you have to say. Mm. You love this well, film. He lo- he likes Star Trek. He ain't gonna lie. He's a Trekkie too. He ain't gonna lie. So I I uh, I I I enjoyed it. Okay, I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but here's here's the thing. Says I someone who doesn't to... like Requiem for a Dream. Says the man he who thinks, doesn't like thinks, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, he thinks he thinks the female Doctor Marcus is his cougar for life. What? No. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right, I'm the sorry. The female. I'm I said sorry, female. Keep, continue. I apologize. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Once again, I'm inappropriate. My bad. I'll you have to judge the movie for what it's supposed to be. Okay. And what I mean when I say that is, um, okay, here, here's, here's an example. Uh, one of you guys, give me a chick flick. Any chick flick, any like notoriously, what? Um, my Blue best, Lagoon. That is not a chick flick. <laughs> no, just, my best friend's <laughs> wedding. My best, my best friend's wedding. Great, great example. My my wife I hate definitely that enjoys that movie. Anyway, here's the deal. Um, you wouldn't compare that movie. You wouldn't compare that movie to a Hallmark film. No, uh, dude, I wouldn't. Don't, don't Different, do not do that. Don't, hold don't on. Do that. You Let know I love here. Hallmark. Let you know I here. love Hallmark. It's not the same thing. Okay, I'm not saying Hallmark is bad, but it's it's just not. They're not. They're different. They're okay? on way different levels. Yes, I get it. Okay. So Star Trek, don't get me wrong. I love Star Trek. It's just a TV show. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, the beginning of the season, whenever it starts off with a two episodes episode or two double length episode or something like that. Yeah. They, they kind of back to back and suddenly you've got an hour, an hour and a half of one show. That's what this is. This is a, yeah. this is a TV sure. movie. Okay. And so whenever I think about when I watched the original Star Trek show, it gave me this same feeling. It was corny. It was fun. It was, you know, all these different, you know, different stereotypes and all of that stuff. It's the same thing. They just got a little bit more money to make it a little bit better than TV shows were at the time. So this movie is, it's not on the same level as Star Wars because it's not that kind of movie. Does that make sense? It's not... We can't compare it the same way as we would a blockbuster. But it was one, apparently. It but, made okay. blockbuster money. But but in the same way that uh, the labyrinth did, or or that um, gosh, what were all those? The, the labyrinth. The labyrinth honestly was a box office bust. No, no, no. It didn't. It do okay. My point being here, if it was, <laughs> yeah. My I, point being, no, no, no. Here's here's the thing. Like what never ending story, say, the same kind yes. of thing. Yeah, what never you're trying to say is, is that good. there's a. No, no, <laughs> you're such a fucking asshole. What I, what, I, I get what you're saying. What you're saying is, what you're saying is like there's, 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 a, there's a certain level of of warmth in your heart for a specific motion picture because you know of the background in regards to the characters that you have. 
this movie, which was based on a TV show from the 60s that people had a certain level of love for, they decided to make it to a series of movies that were nominally successful and would continue to make more, at least eight or nine more episodes because you had the original series cast and then you had the Next Generation series cast to make three or four of their own movies. So, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So... Anyway, I, I enjoy it. I mean, because it made me feel like I was watching the TV show. Um, exactly. It wasn't phenomenal. It wasn't spectacular, but it was it was good. It was just a, like a long TV show. That's all it was. Yeah, for me, yeah. You know? I get it. I get it. And I mean, and, and I think I think Eric, because of you know his highbrow, you know, <laughs> very bougie sensibilities, you know, <laughs> would probably you know, digress and say, you know what, you know, I don't understand you guys because I prefer, you know, movies such as, you know, like Irma Vep. Don't, you know, don't, in case until I die. Don't, yeah. don't, don't hate because I have taste. Okay. Just <laughs> oh, plain and simple. Okay. You know, you know don't what, you know, I want to ask you a question. You know what, Derek, Eric, Eric, I want to ask you one simple question. Oh boy. Just one question. What you got? What's the one movie that when you tell people you love, mm-hmm. Because we all know Derek's is in the army now. But when you all Shut tell people, <laughs> when you tell people, like, my movie is Crawl. Uh-huh. That movie is my favorite fucking movie oh, of all time. I already have the answer. I already have the answer. So the <laughs> What's the movie, movie that, that I tell that you, people I you, love and they're like, you're an idiot. That movie's horrible. Exactly. Yeah. What's that movie for you, bro? Um, I think there's a there's a lot of them. But probably one of the bigger ones, if you guys even know what this is. And there's, like, people that are really – I think Tomas does – Derek, you might know, too. But – um. The one that really, really uh, takes the cake, the people that know what this movie is, is I love the movie Return to Oz. I think it's an amazing oh film. <laughs> I think it's an amazing film. Oh, my God. It's oh, so dude. good. That, that was, that's not even close to what I was thinking. Dude, it is play. so good. <laughs> And people are that like, no, it's so not. Left, oh, my that gosh, That is so dude. out of left field. Yeah, dude. Oh, Return my God. Oz like, the scene. so good. It's just a good scene, movie. Okay. Oh, my God. The, so, the, scene with, the scene with the heads. Yeah. With the wigs yeah, yeah, and shit. The, on the Princess oh Mombi. Her name is Princess Mombi. Oh, my God. I know a lot about this film, if you guys want to talk about it. it's it's Oh, my God. It's one of those films that I watched since I was five, and it blew me away. And that's probably the reason why I want to be a filmmaker. I've never seen it. I'm gonna have to do me a favor, bro. Oh my god, go watch it tonight. I take after we we sign off of this, go watch that film and then let's talk about it because it's an amazing movie. And Tomas is is busting my nuts right now, but he knows deep down inside his heart that movie is great. No, 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 no. I'm not busting your nuts because I love that movie. Oh, I you do? Okay, movie. great. Awesome. I'm glad we're on the same page. I do. I do. No, no, <laughs> I just, I was not expecting you to say that movie yeah. at all. I get a lot of flack gonna... for that one. Wow. I do. Wow. I'm, oh my God. I'm so, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. I don't know. I don't wow. know if this I... is the one movie that I feel this way about, but no, yeah. the, the first second. movie that came up in my mind that, I feel that way. Do you guys remember the Page Master? Oh my god! Yes, you've told me this. No, I don't. Please, enlighten oh, me. Oh my god, man! It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a motion picture that is part live action, part animation, but it stars Macaulay Culkin. 
Oh, yes, I do. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> no, I do. That movie has been uh, removed from my brain. It is gone. That's, okay, right now, everybody, you won't see this, but Eric, give me a high five, bro, right here you on got the screen. One. You got one. Boom. Yes, I know. There you go. Dude. As soon as you said Macaulay Culkin, I could see him. Is he like wearing like a robe? He's like a magician. Yep. Oh, I yes. Know. I know my stuff. <laughs> And it's got like Christopher Lloyd and who else? I, in the re- movie? I, I really like that movie, dude. It's it's a good it's a good little movie. I don't remember anything it. about it. I'm gonna trust you on it. I believe you. <laughs> but dude, that's dude, you you dude, you destroyed me with Return of the Oz. Return of Oz. It's I have film. not. I have not I seen with a, young, with a young with a young Ball. Yep, I, I yeah. stand by that film. It was edited by one of the. I mean, it was directed by one of the world's grace, greatest editors. Literally, he's like is the man. Who is it? Who is it? His name is, is Walter Murch. He is a yes. big deal yes. in film editing, and uh, I think the like that film. I don't know. I just think it's great. I think it's a great movie. I love it. I'm a big fan. No, I, no, I want to watch it so bad. I've, I've always loved that movie, and and and, and it and it. I ain't gonna lie, you know, we're, we've totally moved off to another fucking plane here. But it it was it terrified me as a kid, like that scene where she's about to fall into like the the river and shit, where she has to go into uh, Oz. It's in the gnome, that it's scene in, I know too much about this shit movie. Out of me. It's when the gnome king finds her and pulls him into his rock lair, and she's just falling, and the and all of her friends are falling down besides her. Too. This is a dark film. I just want to point that out. This is a very dark film, Derek. Derek, and for those of you who are listening, it, it is a dark just film. like Requiem for the Dude, Dream. I just, like, no, I'm reading it. no, no, it's not like that. It's it's the sequel to The Wizard of Oz. I'm reading, dude. I'm reading. Dude, I'm reading some of his like credits as an editor. He's one of it, the that's best. That's intense, he, dude. I didn't he realize is, he was the. He end. is like the world's like. He's like the the guy that you look at. Like if you are learning editing or you want to, dude, learn he's how to the edit, editor for Apocalypse Now. Yeah, he's Walter Murch is, oh. is a is a big deal. He wrote a book about editing, which is a fantastic book. He is like one of the fathers of like modern editing. So. But anyway, beyond that, Derek, watch oh, the film. Shit. Okay. I want you to I want you to I want to talk about it with you. I love talking about Return to Oz. I'd like to do an episode on Return to Oz if we could. Um, <laughs> it, who knows? Four, who knows? Four, 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 four I'd have you know a lot what, you know to say. What, 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 We'll figure we'll figure out we'll figure out something to do, dude, for the second season. Maybe we'll just fucking just forget about the alphabetical. We'll just go nuts and just fucking pick whatever we want to pick maybe. at that point. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe for second season. Maybe we'll do that. Oh god. Oh, that might you know what, dude? And I think I I think I'm very tout because of thinking of that aspect of it. Okay. But now let's get back to the movie. Let's get back to the movie. All right. So we've all talked about it. Yeah. It's rating time. Yep. Can't, okay, no, well, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that point, before we get to that point, let's ask one quick question. I know Derek and me are thinking about that, but you know the third part in this movie was called – the third part in the series was called Search for Spock. Mm-hmm. Okay, just so you know, Spock never died. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that when his like grave was found in Genesis, right? Was that where yeah. he was? Yes, yeah. they, they, they shot it at the planet that Genesis grew – and the Genesis like missile whatever blew up on the Reliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so like he survived. And I think in I mean I could be just because of my mind because I haven't honestly I have not seen Star Trek three in like thirty fucking years. Which now I kind of want to watch it. But there's a scene I, I in the not. movie where the coffin <laughs> opens the same, up. Dude. 
And then when the coffin opens up and there's like a child's hand comes out and he grows up on that planet at a, rel- at a at a substantial rate. Granted, he grows up quicker than he should, but he grows up on that on that planet by himself and he's found by the crew. Just so you know, dude, like in this series, when they get to fuck generation, such a generation, was it NCC 1701E? Is that what it is, Derek? Yeah. It's like the uh, fifth. D. It's like the fifth. It's like D. It's like what the, the fourth fuck are iteration. you guys talking about right now? They've, that no, no. What that okay, means is that on. dude. They've Let me blown, translate they've, this. They've blown up the ship like four times. Oh, the the Enterprise. The Enterprise ship uh-huh. has a, an, an ID number printed on it. Yes. NCC seventeen oh one. Yes. Okay. So and that's so the first one was A. And the second no, one no. was B. No, 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 no. It's not A because it doesn't show A. But when it gets blown up and they have to rebuild it, it's then considered Listen, B. Both of you are <laughs> Trekkies. <laughs> both of you are straight up Trekkies with a capital T. With a capital T, bro. Both of I'm you. I'm surprised so, you weren't around for the Star Wars episode because yeah. it was like this. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was like this. So like so for next generation for Star Trek Next Generation, it was NCC seventeen oh one D because it was the fourth iteration of that ship. It had already been blown what up. What is the point? Why are you bringing it up? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is I'm this? Because it makes it no sense to me. <laughs> I'm just bringing it up for the sake of bringing it up. They're really because reckless they, with their equipment. They keep they having to rebuild it and shit. Mind you, there's a scene in the movie. What was the scene in the movie? Was it in part three where they literally like detached the top part of the head of the ship and crashed it into a fucking planet? Yeah. I don't know if it was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, know. I think that it, was the response. It turned on the warp drive and yes. blew up the whole ship and the whole planet. Yes. I was like, yeah, I can't wait to turn that on and watch it tonight. Can't wait. <laughs> Okay, we're at All ratings right. now. Okay, now ratings, 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 ratings. Okay, I'm gonna give mine. Hurry it up, please. Just do. spit it out, though. I'm gonna go ahead and say that with this motion picture, I'm gonna give it a hard, a hard, very hard, seven point eight. Okay, fair. I'm gonna give it seven point eight because I just think you know, I think it's cool that they made a fucking movie. Out of a such a deep cut episode, I mean, it's so deep cut. If you don't know anything about it, dude, I mean, it's I mean, like they had the balls to it was, spend it eleven million a, dollars yeah. on something that was that if you weren't into the show, you wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. Yo, yeah, that yeah, that uh, that is very true. Yes, <laughs> I mean, so for my opinion, I'm gonna give you know, fuck it, I'm gonna give it an eight. Oh gosh, an eight or is it a 7.9? No, you said a hard 7.9. No, no, no. I'm gonna get the 7.9 was more of a flaccid. Oh my god, I'm gonna give it a Eric. hard eight. Eric. A hard eight. No, I want to know your score first, Eric. Please, uh, I would like Mine? to score last. Yes, okay. So, um, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it for what it was. It, it was it was a TV movie, all right, and, and I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was fine, whatever. I'm gonna give it a uh, I'm gonna say 6.8. Yeah, 6.8. I think that's a fair score. Um I can get I can get behind that. Yeah. I can I can get behind that, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> very, yeah. very very deep behind that. Eric, please please, please <laughs> bring us back. Sure. Um so I I'm I'm listen, I, I appreciate your scores. I think they're great. Uh, I <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to give it a two. I, I love your no, no. I love your enthusiasm behind the show. I love the fact that you guys are both uh, Trekkies with a capital T. I love that you both <laughs> that you both have nostalgic feelings towards this film. Um, I have none of that, so I'm scoring based on just <laughs> on my first initial feeling about the film. And I will tell you this: Did I hate this film as much as Virtuosity? Absolutely not. This is a much better film. <laughs> Damn, damn right yes. it is. Damn, <laughs> so dude. I am going to give this film a 5.5 because it's not I'm I'm okay. giving it a break from the time period that it's at. I understand the um the essence of what this is, so I'm giving it a break. Um if I was not being understanding that, this would score like a one, but it's at this point, I have not seen anything in a long time that was worse than Virtuosity. So this film is going to get a 5.5 <laughs> for me. That's okay. I'll give you that, dude. I understand 100%. I mean, it's 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 one of those things, man. I mean, it's a crazy. That's it's, an it's kind average of, a of uh, 6.67. Which I is mean, the movie far on... greater than Virtuosity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the movie, <laughs> the movie on IMDb is is chilling at seven seven, so it's not bad. You're, not you're we're literally one point off. So I think there's a lot of nostalgia, dude. Yeah, I there agree. is tied to it. I think if you grew up with Star Trek, like for me, like I said, I mean, I grew up watching Star Trek with my grandfather as a kid. You know, we would watch the Star Trek the original series late night in Houston when I was a kid on channel 33 late night, just watching it. You know what I mean? It was just one of those things we would watch late night like on Friday night. It was just one of those things. But I mean, it, it's, it, it's, it, it is that. And I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys letting me at least pick the movie. It was weird. I was like, fuck man, I'm going to pick this movie. I'm going to go with it and let's fucking roll and see how it rolls out. But I was, you know, I was impressed that you guys, I was happy you guys went through this journey with I didn't so, hate it. either way I didn't hate it. <laughs> That's good. I hated virtuosity. It wasn't... I did not hate this. <laughs> okay. Well I'm oh, glad. Well, okay, so now that we've gone through the motion picture, let's go ahead and talk about our fucking top shelves. Eric. Yes. Sir. What was your top shelf this week, brother? Um I I think my top shelf of the week is I started watching this like months ago when it first came out. And for some reason I stopped and then I came back to it again, but I started watching that, that that Apple TV plus show called mythic quest. Have you guys watched any of that? Mythic mythic Uh, quest. So Raven's 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 banquet. Yes, sir. Okay. So this is a show um, created by Rob McElhenney and Charlie J- Charlie Day, which are the two dudes, which are two of the dudes from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, so they hysterical. made this. Yes, which is an amazing television show. Uh, they made this other show here on Apple TV Plus, which they obviously got a lot more money to make. And it's a completely different type of show. Um, but it's uh, an amazing television show about this guy who is a um, a video game creator and he's running this video game um you know business and has um you know one of the biggest servers that people are using and it's just about the narcissistic creator of this show and then all of the people that work under him and like how funny and hilarious their work life is it's a very funny show they have some really amazing deep moments in it and i 
watched it. I watched like the first couple episodes when it first came out and just never got back to it. And I watched like all the rest of the episodes. I think it was like seven or eight episodes that I needed to watch in in the, in a couple days because it really just stuck to my heart and a new season's about to start in May. So I'm really excited that they're getting another season. Really? So yeah, it's a wonderful show. If you guys um, haven't finished it or watched it all the way through, watch it. It's so good. It's so funny. And there's some really deep, deep moments that are short, but they're wonderful. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I really can't wait for Ted Lasso to come back. Oh my God. That, that movie, that show was great. That show was so that, great. That, I mean, that show on so many levels yeah. is probably the best show on TV. It was right just, now. I remember like that came out at COVID and that would be my hot take if this was, if I was on the show when COVID was first going down. But, it, it was, yeah. it was, it was Goody's hot take. Yeah, it dude. It, hot take. It's like, it brought like such a, like it had this beam of happiness in such a it shitty did. time that I was like, I like the world needs this television show and needs to watch it. <laughs> like it's like you, 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 you think I think about that show and I, and I, and I feel like I'm going to start crying. It's because so it was... deep. Yes, I agree. I had so many emotions. <laughs> God, I love. Anyways, all right, yeah. all right. So, Mythic Quest. Okay, so Derek, what's your uh, what's your top shelf this week, brother? All right, I'm going to try and rush through these because I've got some good ones. Okay, Ooh. so here we go. Um, you got more than thing, one. What the fuck, bro? I'm gonna, my, my uh, I've gone a little bit down a rabbit hole, and I'm I'm man, I'm getting into watching these guys play Dungeons and Dragons, dude. <gasps> Are you serious? I'm, I'm. Are you are you watching this dude's fucking show where they just play? What are you doing? Them? And they're all voice actors, and it's it's so entertaining. And is that with Dan? Is that with Dan Harmon? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. No, know. no. That's that. That's his uh, Harmon quest. But that's not. That's not uh, Dungeon and Dragons. He's watching. You're actually watching real Dungeon and Dragons matches, right? Or games? No, player. Which one yeah. are you talking so, about? So there's there's a they have it on uh, Twitch and and YouTube and everything else. It's, it's not called, Harmon Quest. It's not Harmon Quest. No, it's called Critical Role. Yes, it's it, it, that's one that has Joe Manganiello on it, right? Uh, he has been on it. Yeah. Yes. But, it shows. It stars. It stars. What's his name? Sister. The guy from. Um, the guy from a uh, fucking. Um, Fuck was the show? Okay, so all the people who play are voice actors. No, 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 no. But there's, there's a, there. What's her name? Um, the dude from uh, fucking that that M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, (laughs) there's a lot of dudes in M Night Shyamalan. No, the first one, the first one, his first one. Sixth Sense. Yes. Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Although I love that you said Donnie Wahlberg because not even people know that's him. Haley Joel Osment's sister is is one of the people on that show. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> she has been on the show, yes. Oh, uh, well, maybe, yes. Yeah. They, they have guests all the time. Anyway, there all these all these guys are – there's guys and girls and whatever, and, and then they, they play this game. And if you've ever heard of what Dungeons and Dragons, you know what they're playing. It's just a board game, right? But they're they're all voice actors, so they're actually acting out their character and – telling a story and it's just really entertaining. So I got into that and uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm still enjoying it. Anyway, um, next thing. Uh, if you want, one of my buddies asked me. Um, Is it Will Wheaton on that show? He did guest star on it once, yes. Yes. Um, one of my buddies National was National Treasure. National me, Treasure, oh Will Wheaton. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <sighs> Someone had asked me um, if I had any video footage of the my trip to Japan. He wanted to see kind of what it was like. And I was like, dude, that stuff's all on YouTube. There are YouTubers that do this all the time. 
there's a there's a YouTuber that I follow. Um, his name's Chris Broad, and his YouTube channel is Abroad in Japan. A very in depth um, discussions around like what their culture is like day to day in like what their politics are going through. So if you want to experience another country a little bit, kind of as if you're sitting there, it's a good place to go. Um, and the one real pick I've got here, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the show on, uh, Amazon prime video called upload. Yes, I did. Oh, didn't Goody go over that one? I don't think so. I, think I, don't you did, but go ahead. I don't know. Anyway, I haven't looked at my list, but man, that show, it is incredible. Um, I, get, I assume you guys already know what the premise is. I watched yes. the whole thing with my wife, yes. I saw it. I saw it already. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, I, I thought that, that <laughs> I am hoping that they bring it back for a second season. So am I, dude. I really am. I mean, that show was fucking fantastic. I mean, they did so many cool things that show, that whole aspect that, you know, like the whole, the, the different levels in the hotel was fucking hilarious. When they went to the dark web was fucking great. You know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. was just, it's, and then they had that, that the way they ended this, the first season was like, oh shit, that's kind of fucking dark. Like, like the aspect of that, you know, they, somebody actually, assassinated him yeah. because of what he was trying to do. You know what I mean? Was if you think about it, it's wild. like a funny it's almost like a what is it? The sci-fi channel. If sci-fi channel made altered carbon. Yeah. Because it's yeah. kind of like altered carbon meets Eureka. Seriously, no no for sure. A hundred percent, dude. I mean I mean I was um I was kind of like like this week thinking about some of the stuff that I saw I'm like Man, I just I feel like I want to sit down and start watching like MST3K all over again with some of the stuff. Oh, jeez! Like I mean, it was those just, are hard, most... dude. Those are hard. Yeah, to watch they are. Me. They are. <laughs> they are because they're fucking hilarious. But then you're like you have to sit through a bad movie too at the same time. But um, but yeah, no, no, I I get it, dude. no, no. Those are good picks, man. Yeah, those are actually I'm behind good them. Fucking picks. All right. I, so what you got the most? Uh, for me, I'm gonna go ahead. Um, there's a, a lot of things that I've been watching lately, but I've, dude, I really am right now. I saw I've been watching a lot of different things, but this past uh week, I saw a movie that came on Netflix. It's one of those, you know. I mean, I have kids, so if you guys can't fucking stand behind this shit, it's fuck you. I don't care. But um oh we I saw a movie called Finding Ohana. It's with um um God, what's her name? It's with it stars. It has a it has a few people on the movie. It has the guy the kid who played Data is in the movie. It has it's 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 basically what it is. It's a it's like a treasure hunt movie with like Hawaii and and all this kind of jazz. It's it's a cool little movie, nothing out of this world. Just a fun movie to watch to pass the time, but it has um it has a, a few people in the motion picture. It's just it one of the uh one of the current persons and current people in the movie is um uh what's her name um what was her name fuck what was her name shit uh Kelly Who mm-hmm. Kelly Who was in the movie um a guy named Branscombe Richmond. If you see his face, I mean you'll recognize him. He was on like that Renegade show with fucking uh. Uh, Lorenzo Lamas back in the day. I mean, he, he was a big Hawaiian guy, but it's it's a good show, and it's just a 
It's one of those cheesy Netflix movies that's always you always kind of like enjoy. Kind of reminds me of the um, like just kind of a little rush together. What was that? Spy Kids. It's like Spy Kids three or something like that. Oh yeah, that we that we be heroes. We're yeah. heroes or whatever. It's like a it's like it's a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they just—they were like, let's just slop yeah. together some concepts and pump out a Fuck kids it. movie. And it's directed by Robert Rodriguez, which, dude, I don't care who you are, but I will watch anything. Wait, Finding Ohana is? No, no, oh, okay, no. Because no, Shark no. Boy and Lava Girl <laughs> and saying, Spy it's Kids same, is. Yeah, okay. It's—it's it's got the same type of like sensibilities. Okay. You know what I mean? You know, like like you know, Finding Ohana is kind of like that. It, it kind of Ohana has like a. A weird kind of like treasure hunting and kind of Indiana Jones kind of vibe, but with kids. Goonies it has a real you mean Goonies like vibe. Young Indiana Jones? No, no, it's got a, like a Goonies vibe. Actually, it's got a real Goonies vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like We Can Be Heroes has like the Robert Rodriguez Spy Kids kind of vibe to it. But I don't care how bad it is, I will watch anything that Robert Rodriguez directs. No matter what, I don't care who you are. I don't care what the fuck it is. Is that is that your only pick, though? You only brought one. No, I only pick one because I'm not you. And I, can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have about you know? fifteen more too, Derek. But I'm not going to commandeer <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, Eric. Exactly. What's going right, to be our so, next episode? But, but that that is that is my pick. My pick is Finding Ohana. You can find it on Netflix. Watch it. It's just fun. It's a good like Friday night with the fam kind of motion picture. Spend the time. It's two hours long. It's about a little less than two hours long. It's just a good time to watch. And it's always great because Data's in it and he references in the movie. He goes he goes to the main like teenage character, the kid. He goes, hey, Slick Shoes. He calls her, hey, Slick Shoes, oh, which was fucking snap. great. It ma- that for me made the whole movie where he calls her, hey, Slick Shoes. I mean, it just, it was great. But all right, now. We've done our top shelf. We've done our pick. We've gone through everything that we need to go through in this motion picture that we have. How are you drawing this out? How? Because I love you. Because I'm Cuban and I like to draw this out. Eric. <sighs> yes, sir. You have a tough letter. Yeah, the worst one of all. The letter yes. is the letter is X. Well, I, I I have Z, so let's see what happens with that. Yeah, but, more options there. <laughs> Let's see. With X, what is the motion picture that you are choosing for our next episode? I went on a long, dark road to find this film <laughs> because there's. Did you, did you watch like David Lynch's Lost Highway? No, there's almost. I believe there's only about thirty films to choose from with the letter X and thirty. Yeah, Shit, and, that's a lot. And, <laughs> no, it's not, man. It's not a lot. Okay. Um, I love that at no point did you consider an X-Men movie. Nope. <laughs> Hard no. I, that wasn't even... No I was a million percent sure I wasn't going to choose an X-Men movie. If we pick Xanadu, I swear to God, I'm going to take... Well, you're, about, right to, here, you're about to find out. So I... <laughs> I searched hard and wide, and I looked, and I had to find a movie that we all could find, which was so also hard. very difficult to find in a movie that starts with X that we can actually find to watch. But I chose a film that I've never seen. I know nothing about this movie. So I'm going into it blindly with you guys. But it is called XX. What is that? <laughs> I don't even 
I don't, I don't know, okay. Tomas. I don't know. I haven't seen it. What? It is what called is this X, movie? X, and it's a okay. anthology film filmed by four, oh, four female directors, which this is International Women's Month, I believe. So oh, we're giving them shit. some love. Um, and I'm excited to watch it because I've never seen it. Oh, it's not a sci-fi movie. And uh, I don't believe you guys have ever seen it either. So, Oh, fuck. And no, you know, it's a on. horror movie. Oh, yes, it's a horror oh, film. No. Which I generally oh, no. also do not like horror films. So we should see how this works Eric. out. Eric, oh no. I I guess since you are new, we should have forgotten giving you the rule. Is that we don't generally pick horror flicks other than our Halloween special for Derek. Yeah. <laughs> but this is it's fine. Sorry. We're gonna watch it. Oh, shit. This is outrageous. So why this not horror the- films? Because Derek's because I am terrified. Are you serious, bro? <laughs> I, okay, all right. I'll I'll accept that. I'll accept. No, no, I'm gonna I'm watch it. Not, gonna, are, you watch sure? it. are you sure? Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna we're get gonna on an it. iPad and sit out in the front yard in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> because Eric, we chose me and my brother. We chose for the simple fact we chose uh, what was it? Uh, the animator oh, yeah. because it was it was not quote unquote a horror movie, but it had horror elements because we wanted to ease him into it like ky <laughs> but but you know what i'm so happy that you chose this motion picture did you see it because it's no thank god but i just I want wanted to. to see a movie that nobody's ever seen too i've never seen it and i can't wait to Good. watch this it is exciting and i can't wait to see him piss his pants oh, as we in it. because he won't even see fucking it dude nope. he won't see really, it Derek? wow nope. bro you ever watch yeah. silence of the lambs uh, I have seen parts of it, but that's, not all the way. To me, that's the scariest film that's ever been made. That movie terrifies me. But beyond that, I was just because I was waiting for you to be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen it. That's a child's play." <laughs> you being like, you know, <laughs> but it on the other hand just ruins my life. So, but um, no, I beep, wow, beep, that's beep. that's I did not expect that, Derek. You're a, you're a little bit of a weenie, huh? I am a total wuss. Okay, oh, not yeah. no, I'm not. I can't stand it. I'm not good with it. I'm when gonna it do it for you. Movie, I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, taking one for the team here because then I'd have to find another X movie, and that would be. It's been taking me weeks to do. So it's all good. It's all good. I'll well, do this for you this I, one time. I appreciate you, bro, and I will never pick another horror movie again because of that. But I'm glad. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not a big fan of them, so it works out perfectly for your for your sake. So what's what's the okay? You said this is. I, it's four short films. It's four. It's an anthology film, so it's four stories, like four, yeah, four little short films within a feature length movie, sort of like a four rooms, like a movie like that. If you've ever seen Four Rooms or like a um, maybe like a what is that that uh, Grindhouse, but that was only two. Um, mm-hmm. But this movie is probably not as long as a Grindhouse. It's probably you know an hour and a half to two hours long. Um, but it's made by four different female directors that are making horror films and that alone too is kind of interesting to me because i would have i don't i don't i don't know if i've know too many horror like female horror directors so um i was excited to see that that's surprising i didn't realize that that was female horror i didn't realize because i i mean i think there was an x movie right i don't know what but i mean i can only imagine that was called but that's wild dude i yeah i'm excited 
I'm excited that you it's guys. I'm excited too. Yeah, I'm excited that you guys haven't seen it because I just wanted to watch a movie that none of us. Have you seen it? No, before? I've never seen it. Oh I fuck! Let's it, do this, yeah, man. I'm I, super excited. Is, I'm raw dog in this one with you guys, guys. <laughs> oh shit! Let's do it, baby. All right. So, um, well, now that we have the next movie, which is XX, which is surprisingly from, from 2017. If you can't find it, it is free to watch on a Plex account. A free Plex account. Check it out. I'm a huge fan of that website, Plex.tv. Anyway, yeah, you can they sign have up. a lot of shit. They have lots, lots of free to watch stuff. Um, with yeah. with ads, of course. But yeah, check it out. You can watch it there or Hulu or Hoopla. Oh, it's on Hulu, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. On it's Hulu, on Hulu. It's, it's on. Awesome. Uh, and for anybody who likes to, I always like to break. Uh, if you go down to your local library, they give you free video subscriptions, kind of yes, like Netflix. They do. Goes they do. on to Hoopla. Go down and register and get a library card. Go they have yeah, If you if you if you register with a library, honestly, this is true. This is one hundred percent accurate. If you register with your local library, they have a website that they access that you can access motion pictures to stream for free mm-hmm. with your library card. Mm-hmm. Watch movies at home on your TV with your and Apple TV not, if you want. And, and you it's get to not watch bullshit. And it's not bullshit. We're talking like straight up, like they'll have like good masterpieces. Movies. Yeah. A lot of good movies available to you streaming because of Library of Congress. Mm, so yeah. you'll have access to motion pictures a hundred, like a very large library. That's nice. Anyways, so now that we have XX, as always, I want to finish the motion, the, the, this episode with a quote, famous, famous quote from this motion picture. Okay, it's it's it encompasses the entire aspects of the movie. I know Derek would probably choose something else, but I think he's he understands what kind of quote I'm going with, and maybe even Eric because it's his first motion we'll picture. Spit it out, hooray! But the mo- the quote that I want to go with at the end of this episode is Khan! <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode. We'll watch XX. Enjoy yourselves. Have a good night. Peace out. <laughs>